Welcome to We Geek Podcast. Today is November 29, 2021. My name is Adam, and as always, joined by my good friend Logan. Yeah, hello. Hey, man, how you doing? Ah, uh, it's uh, I'm tired. Sorry. Tired. We get, movie theaters get busy around the holidays. Like this is our busy season now. We get we get summer and then we get holidays. Like it's oh, it's yeah. wild. And nobody wants leftovers. You know, nobody wants to to. They took all the leftovers home, but the day after Thanksgiving, they go. You know what? We all want pizza. Fuck Dude. that. Like, <laughs> man, so... don't talk to me about leftovers. I had some turkey today, leftover from Thanksgiving. And, oh, my God, I got sick. Well, mm. I didn't get sick. I wish I got sick. Like, I wish I did get sick. But I didn't. I just felt like garbage all day. I tried to get sick, but I couldn't. Um, <laughs> now, your body's and, like, no, we're going we're gonna to hold on to this. We're going to fight through this. And you're like, no, get it out. Right, yeah. It's no, My body was like, it's going the other way. We're going to try that a dozen times. Yeah, so it, yeah it was not fun. Uh, today was just, ugh. So I don't want to eat turkey uh, for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's okay. Like, it's been, what, like four days now? That's fine. That's when you can order takeout and stuff. Yeah. But not the day after. Like, oh. hey, it's Friday morning. We're going to order pizza. I'd screw you. Like, so <laughs> here's the thing. I did get takeout. Uh, what Got you... it. Fell off my counter on the ground. I had to sweep it up and put it in the trash can. Ouch. Yep. <laughs> so today has not been a good day for food. <laughs> I think it's just God's way of telling me, like, just uh, you're not you're not eating today. You're not eating that stuff today. Nope. You need something else. So, yeah, just that's carrots. what I did. Just carrots for you. <laughs> exactly. Yep, exactly. So that was fun. Um, but, yeah, man. So, yeah, it's been busy. I bet, dude. I, I saw Ghostbusters. Did you? I've seen that recently. Good. Yeah, good, good. I thought it was good. Yeah, um, I, th- I really enjoyed it. Yeah, we could talk about it later in spoilery section, but uh, overall, I thought it was fun. Uh, I thought it was very different from the originals, but it had the same heart and feel and whatnot of and a ton of the nostalgia, but it uh, I thought it was good. Uh, it's one of those movies that I would highly recommend a new one check out. Uh, and, you know, if you don't go to the theater to see it, definitely pick it up uh, when it comes to streaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, because I, I know I'm going to want to rewatch it when it does. Um, but, yeah, dude, I went and saw Ghostbusters. I'm not sure what the next couple of movies are. I actually got a free ticket, and I didn't even mean to get a free ticket. Um, I, maybe you can answer this. I thought it was really weird. I was looking okay. at the screen, and I was at the older theater, so it's not the AMC. It's not the one with all the high-tech uh, – projectors or anything and i noticed a bunch of red dots on the screen like pixels i just and, that's that's just gonna be a bad screen or a bad and it was that's old. yeah it's definitely something in the projection system for sure yeah and it was only where there was it was black i could see it that's and i yeah. thought maybe is there a camera behind the screen or something <laughs> like with the light that's kind of what it looked like um and i was i just happened to be walking out uh, and, uh, there was a guy there and I was like, Hey, by the way, like, there's like, like five red dots on the screen, which is really kind of distracting. It was fine after I like ignored it, but, uh, I went to the restroom, came back, movie was over with, and I was greeted by like the manager afterwards. And she was just like, Hey, sorry, could do nothing about it, but here's a free ticket. So I was like, Oh, Hey, <laughs> I guess I'll see the matrix with this. Hey, there you go. 
<laughs> yeah, so that was cool. And high high tech high tech projectors doesn't mean that shit still doesn't break. Like there. Oh yeah. Trust trust me. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's interesting. That's something I'm not familiar with. Having red dots on the screen. That's that's odd. a problem I've not encountered. So I don't know. At first, but. I was like, "Does someone have like a laser pointer?" And then I like moved my eyes around, and I was like. Oh my god, there's another. Oh my god, there's another. Yeah. Oh my there's it's, like five of them. <laughs> it's it yeah. that's I mean that sounds to me kinda like like dead pixels, but a projector version of it, I guess. Yeah, it was very odd. Like that's yeah, that's weird, but that's yeah, that's a sight and sound issue for sure. Yeah. But they're very cool. I wasn't I didn't say anything to them to get anything back. I was just giving them a heads up like yeah, hey, no, and that's probably this. why they were very happy to get you stuff. Yeah. Like I cuz oh, I yeah. know I know me personally where if it's you know, if we have a guest who comes up and and is an absolute care and it's like fine, we'll give you what you want, but just so you'll get the hell out of here and we'll give you right. like the absolute bare minimum. But if something, yeah. you know, we every once in a while you have something that happens during a show, something breaks, something goes wrong, you know, it's the technology, isn't it wonderful? But, right. <laughs> you know, and people come out and they'll just, hey, you know, this is this is a thing. We don't know what's going on. Or if it's something that that we have to go in and we're just like, hey, so this is a thing that's happening. You know, uh, this isn't working or whatever. We're, so we're going to have to cancel the show because it happens sometimes. The no. ones that are super chill that are just like, oh, you know, all right, then whatever. Or, or if it's something we have the occasional heating and cooling issue, as does happen when you have. 30 different units or however the hell many we have mm-hmm. and sometimes people will tough it out they'll just be like nah i really want to watch this movie it's like okay but right. it's it's you know it's either like 50 degrees in here or you know 90 depending on the season and they're like right. they're, they're like oh i know and it's okay like i i'm i'm aware and i know that something's broken that's why i'm gonna stick with this movie when you leave yeah. like we will have a bouquet of of free vouchers and shit for you like absolutely oh wow like, you, you don't want to be if somebody's like, no, no, I, you, you're fine. I'm gonna stay watch a movie. We're like, no, we're that's great. We appreciate it, but here's some free stuff anyway because y- you went through that. Like, yeah. like, like we know you made the choice and you didn't make a big deal out of it. It's our way of saying we appreciate that y- you didn't make a scene. So here you go. Yeah. Like that's we will happily go above and beyond. And I mean, that's just customer service in general. You know. Yeah. If if you're the person who's just like, hey, I noticed this thing, or hey, I saw this problem. Mm-hmm. almost a hundred percent of the time you're going to get extra friendly and better help than somebody who's going to come storming up and saying i demand etc etc it's like right. oh god the hell with these people because <laughs> nobody, yeah, nobody wants to help those people nobody wants to help the yeah. person who comes up and is just screaming and cussing but somebody who comes up and is like hey i noticed the thing uh i don't know if it's a big deal but i think somebody should probably come take a look at it Mm-hmm. you will get two you will get two or three people who will come running and just be like okay yeah what's the problem let's fix it and yeah whole different story whole different story oh yeah oh yeah they were very nice and yeah it was cool it was just this is such a small like the i don't know if you remember the Oviedo marketplace but it's such a small theater um there yeah it was just me and one of the guys and i don't think he noticed uh <laughs> But yeah, man, it was it was cool, and I'm definitely gonna use the dig it. I'm gonna go back. Um, I'll probably see the Matrix with it. I'm thinking. I did get tickets to see Spider Man. You, you were one of the lucky AMC. ones, huh? Yeah, who every, knows? Maybe I got an NFT. Because <laughs> if you were early enough, that was the thing they were doing, and it was. I, 
I, Dude, I, I got it like 1045. Damn, that's that's nuts. So, I had I had seen at some other places where they had gone on sale early. Uh, yeah, I'd seen I'd seen some stuff on Twitter where it was like, yeah, they they went live already, and it was like, okay, and it's one of those things that like once somebody breaks the the street date, then everybody's mm-hmm. just like, go go go, but yeah. everything crashed. I know AMC's website crashed, Fandango mm-hmm. crashed, Cinemark crashed, like everything, because of course it did. Yep. Yep, I, I did notice that when I got because what I did is I got a ticket for that Thursday showing, um, and then when I uh, it, it went through uh, it like aired out a couple times, and it wasn't an issue, and then when I tried to go for the Friday showing, that's when it was like officially eleven o'clock, yeah, or midnight. I'm sorry, midnight, and that's when I got a queue. Sure, because that was when everybody like if you yeah. hadn't caught it early. And right. you didn't know. I mean, that's it was a span of, I think, a little over an hour. Yeah. And it was like, if you got on there quick, you were okay. And then once once it hit, you know, midnight 12.01, when everybody's system was prepared for it and they had everything yeah. in place, and then everybody jumped on. And it's, yeah, so- I mean, oh, the, the way they've been selling, I mean, it's, they've been selling exactly how you expect they would have been. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's going to be wild. I have to imagine this is going to break records uh, post uh, COVID. Oh God, yeah. Um, oh, it's absolutely going to it's going to shatter, you know, post COVID box office records. Yeah. It's going to look like it's going to look like the the days of old again. Like the, yeah, and it's and I'm 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 not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really smart how they did it. And here's the thing: I don't know anything about NFTs. It's like what a JPEG that you purchase a link to, but that you own as a thing. I I don't know. Like like this is right. not like NFTs and cryptocurrency to me are two things where I'm just like, cool, fine. Let the internet have their things. I don't yes. care. Like it means nothing to me, but I don't begrudge anybody else because it. I, I just smart. don't care. Sure. To me, it's smart for them to jump on it oh, yeah. because even if it's nonsense. It's nonsense that it is one thousand percent going to sell their tickets as fast as possible. Well, and to I be mean, like, it's... oh yeah, only the eighty six thousand of you guys are going to get this. Everyone's going to go through their website directly. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's that's fair. Yeah. It gives it 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 gives the the distributor because that's how that's how exhibition works. The exhibitors get you know whatever tiny ass piece of of the uh, of the uh, box office, um, and it it winds up depending on how long a movie's out being something like a 50 50 split by by the end of it um, yeah but those those first the first days because i oh the way it breaks down i heard i remember actually looking into this and i think it's diff like each i think each exhibitor has a, a slightly modified deal i mean i would imagine like amc and regal have a different thing than like alamo draft house or something like that it would kind of just mm-hmm. make sense um but the like those first couple of weeks, the studio gets the bigger bulk of it, and the oh. yeah, and the theaters, the the exhibitors, make more money on longer running movies. So like right now, theaters absolutely love Venom because it is still selling tickets in places. Yeah, like it's still getting dozens of people at a time, and it's in its like eighth week. Okay. That's that's when like it, that's when exhibitors get a a much bigger piece of the pie, by that point. Yeah. Um, it's that's why good. a few years ago, uh, or last what was it? Two years ago, I think now. Uh, when Mortal Engines came out, 
and mm-hmm. it stayed in theaters forever. And everybody just kind of went, why? And it was one of those things that was always selling like 15, 20 tickets for no, like it didn't, it, but that was the thing. Like it started at 15 or 20 tickets when it came out. It never, like it didn't do well at first, but the, it started so low that when it dropped percentage wise, it didn't really go anywhere because there was no, there was nowhere for it to go. So exhibitors were making more money the longer that it was in theaters. It's the business. Yeah. The business of the movie business is fascinating to me, and I I love dealing with the the numbers and the finance of it, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, but this, like I, I get why. I I, I mean I guess I kind of understand why AMC rolled out this whole like get an NFT thing with Spider Man because it was this was not a gambit to drive up ticket sales. This thing was going to sell out. Yeah. And it was going to sell out everywhere. Like, it, it didn't matter what, what exhibitor you were, whether you were, you know, some local kind of independent, whether you were a giant chain, it didn't matter. Like, this, this, was, going to, this was going to sell out your theater, period. Um, so I'm, I'm curious if they did this just because they knew it was going to be a big sale and it was a way to test a pilot program, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a better explanation for it, um, yeah. but I guess we'll see. I know that I don't know if other theaters are following suit in something similar, but I know that AMC's at some point in the next year are because there was a whole big press release about it not that long ago um, yeah. about uh, accepting cryptocurrencies. Yes. Um, yeah, they're they're going all in. So I mean, you know, that's that's all fine and well and good and whatever. But I'm, I'm. I mean, I think I I think it has a also a little bit to do with what happened. What you know, not too long ago with the surge with Reddit just bringing up their stocks. Yeah, I, I definitely insane. think I definitely think this is is in part calculated to cash in yeah. on that crowd. I think they. Yes. I think that this was looked at as, "Hey, look, this is this is happening because of of a particular community on Reddit, mm-hmm. not just Reddit, yep. but a a particular subset of Reddit. So, what else can we do to engage them? And yeah. accepting crypto is a way to do it. You know, the mm-hmm. NFTs are a way to do it. I I I really think this is is absolutely a reaction to that, and yeah. it remains to be seen how well it'll work." Um, mm-hmm. it'll depend on how it's implemented. And I, I can't see, I can't see cryptocurrency being a massive form of payment. I can't see this being something that the, the overwhelming majority of people are still going to pay traditionally. And yeah, it's, it's cause it's, it's what it's not, it's not controlled. It's not like you, you lose it and you're screwed. Right. Like, so there's, yeah. there's a lot of things behind it where it's, it's, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I think it's exciting. I wish I would have bought in. I wish I would have bought Bitcoin years ago. Yeah, back you know, when it was like bu- two bucks a share or whatever, or two bucks or whatever. I don't know how. That oh, yeah. if you would have bought ten dollars worth of Bitcoin, you'd be worth. You'd have twenty-two million dollars right now. Yeah, but so, I mean, you know, th- that's who, what I'm saying. <laughs> but I mean, nobody has that kind of foresight. Nobody. Right. Right. Anybody of who who even. You know, the people who might have it now are just people who lucked into it. They said, yeah, I'll take a chance on this. They didn't know yeah. anything that that we didn't know then. They just looked right. at it and said, I think this is worth it. It's a gamble. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
but yeah, I, I'm excited for it, man. I'm I who knows? Maybe I got a, a, a Doc Ock uh, NFT, but I'm excited for the movie <laughs> first and foremost. Uh, I got a ticket for me and my brother to go see it. Um, uh, dude, it looks like it. I'm I'm so hyped for Spider Man right now. And speaking of. Did you see the news that came out um, from Sony today? Yeah, that uh, Holland has has signed on for what is it? Another three movies? I think they're talking about three movies. Yeah, they they wanted these to be the this one will be the ending of the first three. Yeah, and they're planning three more with him now. My uh, I'm I would really like to see the next three sort of shift focus where he is Spider Man, but we get introduced to Miles. Yeah, I would I would love to see like the next three be the setup to kind of pass the torch. Exactly. This would be kind of the middle and then three after that, you know, he can go on and have his acting career and you know, maybe pop in once in a while sometime down the road, but then hand it off to Miles. And then you cause it's ready, like I mean most people I talk to think that Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie ever made anyway. So that that's how you do it, man. Yeah, you haven't been on Twitter lately, have you? <laughs> What? Oh, did you see that? It's that? I don't remember what what freelance nitwit decided to post their ranking of the uh, of the Spider Man movies, but it was I, I don't. Oh, I saw James Gunn say that he thought Into the Spider Verse was the best, uh, Spider Man Two was second, and then Homecoming. Oh, I it, did see that. Oh no, this was this was not that. I need to oh. I need to pull this up. Give me a give me a minute, and I will find this tweet. Which. I, I'm in complete agreement with him. I looked at that list, and I was like, "Yeah, that seems about right." Like, it, 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 in any day, I could flip Spider-Man Two in, um, into the Spider Verse. For me, either one of those could be my favorite. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's about right. Uh, there was shoot, I cannot find. I think I think I found it. I think it was because I think it was Matt Ramos who wrote the tweet. And it was a ranking, and the the first thing was that it started, like he, he put No Way Home at number one, and I was just like, it's not even out yet. But oh, wow. um, here we go. It's it's from Matt Ramos. It's my Spider Man movie ranking: number one, No Way Home; number two, Into the Spider Verse; number three, Spider Man Two. And I'm okay with them. Like I don't, I, you know, fine. I think take No Way Home off of it, and I don't hate this ranking so far, right? Number, number four, Spider-Man 3. Number five, Spider-Man. Number six, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Number seven, The Amazing Spider-Man. Number eight, Homecoming. Number nine, Far From Home. Oh, my God. And this set, like, I mean, Twitter came with the pitchforks. And I was like, I, 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 I really, I honestly really hope that that it's it's a gag. And he's just yeah. trying to stir shit up. Um, Probably. But... I, you know, I look at that and I'm like, I don't hate the way it starts. I think if mm-hmm. I, there's an argument to be made whether Spider-Man 2 or Into the Spider-Verse is is better. And I'm, oh, I'm yeah. perfectly okay with that conversation. That doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Spider-Man 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 are the weakest out of the bunch. Uh, and yeah. it's, it's not... The thing is, like, these are not anybody's fault. Especially The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It was that was the first one to really it, it suffered the same problem as Spider-Man 3, which was we're going to stuff so much into it and not know what to do with them. 
Yeah. And they I was, should have taken their time with Andrew. Yeah. And I was and Gwen. I was terrified about No Way Home once it was like, and we're gonna have all these villains in it. And I was like, you guys, this is strike three on this now. Have you learned nothing? And then you see why. And I, I love the yeah. idea of, of, of what they say in the trailer. You're you're chasing ghosts. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. like, God, this does tie them all together. They all they genuinely do all die fighting Spider Man. Like this, okay, I'm I'm interested in this now because it's a it's a take. It's an actual take on it. Instead of just we threw a few villains in and tried to find some way to make them work in a way that doesn't really work. This works. Yeah. So oh, I know Marvel has done a fantastic job and kind of destroyed that idea that you can have you can, you can, there's too many characters yeah that, that's like when it comes to marvel i don't even question it at this point if it was sony in charge or if it was fox old fox or whatever i would question it but at this point i don't anymore yeah with them because they've just done such a good job where you think well how can they do avengers endgame or infinity and, and all infinity war and all this stuff or Civil War, for example, like they make it work, they make it good, they make it make sense. Yeah. And like you said with the Spider-Man trailer, it makes perfect sense what's happening. Um, and I have a feeling that we're gonna get just enough time with all the characters for it, the the story to move forward. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I, I'm pumped. Um, but I and I. And because I, I was thinking about like, oh my god, this comes out in two weeks, and then I was like, holy fuck, this comes out in two weeks. Like I, I it does. I, it's it's the sixteenth, man. Go go forward, oh, wow. fast forward to Friday. Like it's 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 two it's two weeks from Friday. Yeah. But thir- thir- well Thursday technically, but it's yeah. yeah. We're looking at what is that 17, 17 days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm terrified. <laughs> Just I. I'm going to love the movie. I'm going to hate working. <laughs> well, sp- well, speaking of theater, I actually have upgraded my home theater. Oh, did you? I think we talked about this last time. You got a new TV, I remember. Yes, I got the LG C1. Yeah, did you, and did you, get, any, did you get a sound system to go with it? No, uh-huh. I'm in an apartment um, on the second story, so I will be getting a sound bar, but... I don't not made of money. I have to, <laughs> to That's do one fair. thing at a time. That's fair. Yeah. Yes. So this was, dude. I, I think this is like one of the first TVs I have purchased. Purchased. I might have purchased one more, but this is the first one where it was like not a hand me down that I've always had. Right. Um. And I've been wanting. I, I've been wanting OLED since I saw the CX uh, years ago. <laughs> And now that model is gone, so uh, this was the closest thing to it. And man, I, I've been I've been saving up, I've been doing everything I can. I am I haven't really used it yet. I just got it today, and I've been working all day. But did set it up, and I put on um, I put on uh, Netflix, uh, Our Planet, or something like that, because I wanted to see the. Um, I think it's Dolby Atmos or Dolby. Yeah, it's it's a uh, Vision, Dolby Vision. Dolby Vision, yeah. yeah. Um, and it is amazing. I calibrated it. That's about all I did though was calibrate it, make it look good, pull up the brightness, and make it so. You know, it's it's really nice. And God, you could uh, probably watch Game of Thrones and see things. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and it's just it's just as advertised. The whole the whole selling point of OLED is. 
the uh, clarity, the blacks are black because technically the pixels are turned off. Right. Uh, I guess every pixel lights itself in it. So like the picture is just absolutely stunning. It's that's, ridiculously good. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I put it on and our cat uh, uh, Chip just stared at the TV the entire time because it literally <laughs> probably to him looked like real animals in the jungle. Sure. And he was me- mesmerized uh, for for a while, but... Uh, but yeah, dude, it's it's been really nice. I can't. I did plug in the PlayStation. I had to go get a 2.1 wire HDMI. So, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be messing with that to see what games. Uh, I think I have some that can really utilize it. Like I have. I'm trying to think what I have that's PlayStation Five. Uh, what I guess Assassin's Creed will probably look good on it. Assassin's Creed will look good. Miles will look fantastic on it. Miles, yes. Oh, I gotta beat Spider Man first. That's the problem. Oh, have you not finished the the? I haven't. Oh man, you need to. It's it's the 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 problem with those games. I've 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 restarted it. I've gotten pretty far, or I, don't, I haven't gotten pretty far, but I've gotten through a lot of it. But it's like it's the same problem with like GTA or any of that. There's just so much to do, and. I get kind of distracted and then I do something else. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So it's, it's entirely my fault, but I will finish that probably now soon. I actually held off. Oh, guardians. I have guardians. I'll, I'll probably jump back to that immediately. Um, but yeah, no, I'm looking to, I, I want to check some things out on it and you know, I, I want to see what star Wars looks like. I want to see what Lord of the Rings this is the first 4k TV that I've actually been able to sit in front of, for more than like five minutes when I'm not at Best Buy or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm waiting to dive into it. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse, I think, would be a really good one. Yeah. Uh, for it. So, yeah, I'm going to be diving into that the next week or so. Yeah. I know um, that uh, I know that HBO Max does upgrade some of their stuff to Dolby Vision and Atmos on their streaming service. Oh. Like Dune. Dune is in Indivis and Atmos. Oh, oh, is uh, Dune still on there? I don't know. I don't think it is, but it'll be back. Okay. They what do they okay. have like a forty-five or a sixty-day delay afterwards? I think. Gotcha. Um, I'll definitely be. Well, here's the thing, dude. I've never bought a four K movie except for Lord of the Rings. Hey, you will now. So I will now, absolutely. And, there, I will and again, it's Dune. it's the same as like with TVs, where it's just like it's not. It it the cost has gone down. Yeah. Oh, today's Cyber Monday. Maybe I'll. Oh, I see. I can't spend any money. I, oh man. Yeah. I got. We got Christmas coming up and everything. So yeah. I'll. I'll look at all that. You know, in January or maybe whenever we get our uh, <laughs> some of our taxes back. But um, I have enough to play with right now to be content. So it's it's been really fun. Like I said, this is. I've been wanting to get this for so long, and it's. I'm not. I've just you know never been able to get a new team or anything like that. So I'm. Just so fucking excited to uh, to test it out after we get off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, like, yeah I wonder, dude. That's gonna. That's nice. See, now I'm kind of wondering like what uh, what 4K deals does Amazon have right now? Like oh, I love. Sure damn, I need to shoot. Find something well, really interesting to talk about for the next like hour so that I can look up like yeah. the Blu-ray deal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I got a really good discount. This was before Cyber. Monday, uh, through, um, a family member. I won't say how, but basically it was the same discount that you're seeing on 
Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Nice. Um, the only reason I'm saying I'm not saying because I don't know if they want me to say anything. So. Like that's fair. That's uh, but fair. it was a uh, yeah. It, they they were like, oh yeah, I could get this discount. So it it made a lot of sense um, to do it. Um, or else I wouldn't have been able to probably do it. I probably would have. That's the problem is I keep waiting. I keep waiting, and then like something happens. And I have to spend the money elsewhere. Never yeah. get to do, never get to spend it on something like that. So, uh, but yeah, um, I definitely want to get Star Wars on it. What I don't know is what I can stream that is in the HDR. Like I don't know if the Disney movies are. I don't know if some of I- them. I know that. Uh... They just did a thing where they upgraded some of the Marvel movies to like IMAX oh. quality. Um, I think it's because okay. I think it started like they made a big thing about like when when uh, when uh, Shang Chi dropped what a week or so ago. There are mm-hmm. like ten Marvel movies on there that are IMAX upgraded. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I just got a list. I just googled it. There you go. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's uh, 4K Ultra with HDR and Dolby Atmos. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, hold on. These are movies I can rent or buy. Okay, hold on, that's not gonna work. <laughs> I need a Disney Plus list. Um, but here we go: list of movies and TV shows on Disney Plus with 4K HDR and Atmos. Uh, let's see. So, oh, there's a ton of stuff. A Goofy movie, really? Wait, for real? They made a Goofy movie 4K? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Down, let's do it. See, I'm ready to. I'm ready to really look at a lot of these animations because I think that's where 4K really shines. Uh, These kind of like OLED uh, screens or whatnot. I think they really shine with animation. That's fair. Uh, Bugs Life, Aladdin. That'll look good. Uh, Ant Man. Oh yeah, it looks like all the Marvel movies. There's just so many here. Age of Ultron, Avengers. Yada 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 yada. Brave. Oh, I never saw Brave. Brave is good. Brave gets a yeah. lot of flack, but it's really underrated. And there's a couple that just, I think, recently came out um, that I think are on Disney+. Plus. I keep seeing the ad for it or whatnot. Um, what's the one that just came out and, like, they all have, like, X-Men powers because of a house or something? Uh, oh, Encanto. Is that out right now? It's in, it's in theaters, yeah. It's in theaters. Oh, okay. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I I, yeah. I I saw it the other day, and I I really liked it. It's yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting for a Disney movie because there's no villain. Oh, okay. There's not a villain, and I really I really like that. I really thought that was a it was an interesting choice. That is interesting. Yeah, I'll be checking that out. There's a there's so much stuff, dude. It, it, it's <laughs> a lot of it does have the Dolby Vision, um, Atmos. A lot of the newer stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, Luca. Even Maggie Simpson's in a play date with Destiny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Marvel 616 Season 1. So, yeah, this is just – it's it's a list of thousands of stuff. So I'm going to definitely check that out. And, yeah, man, Dune, I'm definitely going to want to get that. Um, yeah. My problem is I'm in second-floor apartment. So any kind of audio, I have to be careful. I don't want to get evicted. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. Fair. I was thinking just a sound bar. What's really cool about this TV is the way you put the stand together. This there's like a metal piece that like it looks like a, like a half ramp, and it pushes the audio from beneath the speaker outwards towards the front of it. Interesting. 
Yeah. So like when I was setting it up, I hit the audio. There's like a thing that's like set up the protect, but and then like the audio immediately changed, and it was like boom, and I could, you know, it it was good for a TV audio, <laughs> um, and that's all I've ever had, right? I've never had a surround sound. I've only had surround sound when I like roommates and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, all of that I'll get down the road. Um, I also have headphones too, so that's great <laughs> uh, for for when I play PlayStation and stuff. So. Um, but yeah, what were you looking up? Uh, there's really not, if, if there were good Blu-ray deals on Amazon, I've missed them. Like there's, okay. there's really nothing Probably left. Best Buy, right? I may, oh man, don't do that to me. Cause Best Buy usually does have like a five to $10, yeah. like a really good bargain bin when it comes to yeah. Blu-rays. Oh hell. That's who I'm thinking going to have the bargain bins. That's fair. All right. Well, let's see. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's and I wonder if it's just because it's Black Friday deals, like are they or Cyber Monday, whatever the hell, like are mm-hmm. they are they going to be out? Like, is this are they going to be done? You know, but let's see. I have video games. No, I'm I'm not seeing movies at the moment, but I will I will keep looking. Okay, and, uh, and I will see what I can find. 4K. To, God, they've got 4K. To, okay, I'm seeing a lot of ten dollar movies like Godzilla vs King Kong, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Star War. All the Star Wars movies are like ten or twenty or ten or twelve dollars. John Wick three. Are this is this a normal price for four K movies? No, four K depend. Four K now is what Blu Ray used to be. So like a new four K movie is probably going to run you thirty. Oh my god! Yeah, um, but is it is it thirty but twenty when it releases? Not usually because that's how it, you. Well, I, I see. I'm trying to think back because I. I went crazy when DVDs came out and then I reined it in with Blu-rays. And then when it was 4k, I was non-existent. So I remember with Best Buy, you would go the day it released, maybe the first week and it would say 34 something. But for that day, it's for that first opening week or whatever, it would say they reduced it to 1999. I, yeah, I haven't, I, I, I get that. And I remember that. I, that's not what I'm seeing here. I I love okay. looking at their Blu-ray stuff. Like their Blu-ray selection right now, they have a ton of five dollar Blu-rays. See, this is where this is where I make my money back. Okay. Looking at stuff like they've got Reservoir Dogs is five bucks. You know, Jade. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Um, yeah. And it's a it's a and it's a mix of everything. You know, it's not just, you know, I mean, there's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Blu-ray six dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. Elf Blu-ray six dollars in case you need something for your bonfire. Um, Sp- <clears throat> Into the Spider. I hate Elf. I hate Elf with an absolute passion. I cannot stand that movie at all. Oh, I love Elf. I Elf hate it. I, th- I think I'm I'm one of the few on this island where it's just like I actively hate that movie. I really do. Oh yeah, yeah. You uh, definitely are the odd man out with that. Did, yeah. did, what you should do, even though you hate it, you should check out the Netflix's. Uh, Oh God! Uh, the movies that made us—they did one on Elf. Did they? Yeah. It's good. It's interesting how like it came about, and like the from the writers to they were like they took a chance with Will Ferrell because at the time Will Ferrell, the movie, all the movies he made at that time completely bombed. Yeah. But while they selected him, um, Old School came out, and that changed everything for Will Ferrell. People looked at him like they looked at him differently. They were like, "Oh, wait." 
this guy can be funny. <laughs> um, even though if he's not your cup of tea, I get it. But that's when like mainstream was like, oh shit, this is actually funny. Um, the, it, so it's interesting. It's interesting seeing that go through. Um, and I recently watched the Ghostbusters one on that after I watched Afterlife. Highly recommend seeing that on Netflix. Yeah, that's uh, fair. That's fair. Most of those yeah. are pretty good. Like the movies that made us, the toys that made us, oh, like those are good shows. I love it. Yeah, dude. And I'm sure most of the stuff from like the Ghostbusters, you probably already know. There were some things that I had no idea. Uh, but it's it's so cool seeing them talk about it and seeing them like ecstatic, especially from like there's there's so many names on that that are just you would never heard of or they're just they were the I don't know. They just don't get the recognition that the actors do, if that makes sense. Yeah, there are right. a lot of behind the scenes people that the people that got it made. So. Yeah, anyway, it was really good. Oh my god, yeah, there's so many on here. I want to buy the Into the Spider-Verse. Ten bucks. Oh, these are all so good. Detective Pikachu, six bucks. A Quiet Place, six bucks. I gotta save my money. This is a bad idea. I can't do it. I can't, I can't, I can't. I have obligations and bills. I just can't, but... um... Each of the John Wick movies is six bucks. I mean, that's it, you know... You pay you, you, 20 bucks, gets you all three John Wick movies on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'll take that. All of the Ghostbuster movies for $10. There you go. Um, Transformers, all of them for 45 That's it. <laughs> Ready Player One, $7 Blu-ray. God, if you don't... There's, there's a 4K movie for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, find that in 4K. Oh, hell yeah. I want to see if that's on sale anywhere for 4K. I want to see Doctor Strange. I want to see, like, Guardians. I want to see the movies that, like... I remember seeing a theater that blew me away, like, visually. Thor 3. Um, that kind of stuff. Huh. Ready? Here's... Uh, so, 10 bucks. Ready Player One 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. 10 bucks. Hell yeah, dude. That definitely won. 10 bucks. That's on the list. God damn. <laughs> yeah. That is a holy hell, yeah. That's a, that's a. I gotta find that somewhere. Man, that in that in four K. Sign me up. Oh, absolutely, sign me up. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, these are all good, but it will. I will have to wait for another time. And I <laughs> and I see the little clock ticking down. Deal ends in an hour and forty four minutes. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, this can't be right. Jojo Rabbit four K plus blu-ray plus digital copy was 45.99 probably at some point yeah because it's everything that doesn't surprise me entirely what yeah that's insane that's not like a box set of like five movies it's one movie it's jojo rabbit which is a great movie but 45 dollars are they fucking ins- that's insane people see that's it. dumb I, well, yeah, I, I guess I. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, have anything for you other than people will pay it. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'll probably do what I normally do. I got the Lord of the Rings. The next one will probably be either Marvel or Star Wars. The bigger, you know. Uh, actually, I'm assuming the Spider-Man. I really want to get into Spider-Verse. Yeah. I had it digitally, but I don't know if my digital version is. HD or whatever. <laughs> I it should be. It's through Amazon, so. Yeah, it sh- it should be. All the all the digital versions, they I'll, I'll say this, the digital versions match the, whatever version you purchased. 
usually. Oh, okay, cool. So, like, if you buy a Blu-ray version and you get the digital edition, it should be a, a Blu-ray uh, quality digital okay. edition. Okay, cool. Then it should be, yeah. Um, um, I'm yeah. curious how my Switch is going to look on it, too, so. Oh, God, right? That'll be nice. Yeah. I, I know what you're going to get next to put on that. You're waiting for the Wheel of Time Blu-ray that's not going to come out. At, well, it will come out. What nope, are you well, talking about? No, nope, well, we had this. I remember this bet. I remember hey, that on. bet. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hold yeah. on a second. I, I remember. Mm-hmm. What, wait, do, are there other Amazon shows, Amazon shows on Blu-ray or no? Nope. That's right. That's why I made that bet. Mm-hmm. But you were so you were so convinced that like no no this is gonna be the this is gonna be the one this is gonna be it. Okay, we'll see. Yep. <laughs> but you're but you're right. I really need to watch rewatch the episodes on that. Let's actually let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, we don't have to get too spoilery. Have you seen them? I I've seen I've seen the first two. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I'm good. Thanks. It's you not, don't like it? It's not for me. I tried. I really wanted to go into this and try. It you just, only watched two. I can't get into it. I can't. I I can't care. <sighs> I and I and I understand this is a me problem. I I totally get this. This is just oh, a. This is no. just not for me. It's you it's, don't under, But you don't know the, all the things that are gonna happen. I, oh my I, god. I know, but I don't. Dude. I, I can't care about all the things that are going to happen if I can't care about the things that are happening. And I don't. I, I want to. I loved. I'll say this because I, I've I muscled about halfway through, Eye of the World, and and I couldn't anymore. Like I got to. I I got halfway through and was just. I was tapped. I could. I couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And. I will say that the the show is a much much better way to get into it than the book is because the book is a slog, and it's oh yeah, yeah and it starts in such a strange and possibly time is backwards way like that opening deal is bizarre like it's interesting and it's really fascinating in its own way but when you realize the kind of oblique way it connects with everything it's it's not necessary. Are you and, talking about the dragon? You're yes. talking about the okay, gotcha. That whole first like the first it, the almost the prologue, basically. I thought it was the prologue. It's it I, I think it is. Um yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's it, it's just it's an interesting setup and everything, and then you realize, oh, it's all it's all myth. It's all or it's it's there you know it, what I mean. Like it's very backstory y and Well, it's hundreds it's it's a long time ago, basically. Yes. Except yeah. that the thing that throws me is that it talks about that was the fourth age and now they're in the third age. And I'm like, are they counting back? Like that confused the hell out of me. Like, are they counting backwards? How do they do this? Did um, it say that? Did it it say... does say that in the book. I, I guarantee you, you go back in the book and at the end of the prologue, it talks about the four, it talks about that as the fourth age. And then the beginning of the actual book describes what's happening in the third age. So I got hella confused just right off uh, the bat. I will. I will pull it up. I still have it. I still have it on my Kindle. I will pull it up and yeah. I mean, just like with, just like with Lord of the Rings, an age is just a long period of time. Right. Um, but my thing is like they went from four to three. I'm pretty sure. Like that's right. That, <laughs> no, no, no. I I think you have it backwards. I think that I would like with, to have it backwards because that would make more you sense. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you do because. 
I think like the 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 second age, for example, is the age of legends. The third age, I believe, is when that all the shenanigans go down in the prologue and the breaking. Um, and then the fourth age is where we are now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay. So at the it, it may be that that it may be what threw me off here is that this the the cycle of the dragon which that prologue is taken from which I'm guessing is like their their holy book or what have you whatever it is well, all, all it really is is it's it's basically saying that in the wheel of time uh, it's kind of like spokes the wheel keeps turning and people are reborn. Not just the not just the drag not just the dragon which is prophesized, but everyone. Basically, when you die, you will be reborn a hundred or however many years from now, and that's really all that. It, and basically, so that prologue is saying this guy uh, went insane, blew, blew killed everyone around him, and they do show like this is part of the show as well. They 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 show this at the beginning, I believe. No. Uh, oh, they don't. No, they don't. What, no, okay, I'm sorry. You're not there yet. Uh, that's right. That's, uh, and that's what that's what I mean about the show being a better starting place. They don't start right. with this because it, uh, well, it's it's you're a, right. But I I also don't like how they started this either. If I could talk about that for a second. Okay. Where they show them come up to the men and they're like they see the men kind of, or they you know they they, they make them look so evil. They're like, you know, we're here to you, you to take the power. Forget what they say. Uh, and it transitions to um, Moraine and all, all these other characters uh, doing their thing in in the two rivers, you know, or in, in you know in the little village. Yeah. And it's just like it, they don't explain anything, and it's like, well, are these a part of the same women? What is happening here? What who? So I don't like how they did. I don't like how they did that. I think that first scene should have not existed. It shouldn't have been there. Okay. Uh, with them, uh, with them chasing those men down and bringing down the rocks and all that stuff, I, I think that was totally unnecessary because it was a little bit confusing. Uh, I think that the book opening is infinitely more confusing. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I guess. Let it, me let me say this. I I found I found what I was looking for here. At the at the whole end of the prologue, it says, uh, "From whatever, whatever, the cycle of the dragon, author unknown, the fourth age." So okay, I get it. It's written. This thing is written in the fourth age. Yes, is what they're yeah. saying. Uh-huh. But if you go, if you the, chapter one has right here in one age called the third age by some, a wind rose in the mountains of mist. There are not beginnings. There are no beginning endings. But it was a beginning. So someone below. wrote that in the third age. Uh, it, well, no. What it's saying, right? What it's saying is that someone wrote the prologue in the fourth age, but this story takes place well, in the third age. No, I I just I I really don't think you're. I dude, I am I am looking right at this. I need to go get it. It's on the shelf. Yeah, but like I, I I'll wait and then you can tell me what I'm looking at here because I feel like keep I feel reading like what, it though. I I just I think we're maybe we're missing the context here. What is what is exactly is it trying to say? I think what it's saying is that the prologue, this whole little this whole little piece that explains the the ancient backstory or whatever. That piece was written in the fourth age, and then it cuts to the story, and it is it is happening in the third age. The story of of Tam and all of them. 
Like, that's happening in the Third Age, but the prologue was written in the Fourth Age. No, I, I, I really do think we're... I don't want to go get the book. I, I mean... If, actually, give me just a second. Yeah, no, go get the book. Because I, I, I am. I'm looking right at this, and I, I, I swear that's what I'm looking at. And I... I'm just I. That's that's why I'm confused. Like it starts off. All right, I, I am back. It, it starts off on such a confusing note, just like this, and I'm like, I I don't get it. I don't understand why they felt the right, need I'm... to differentiate the ages like that. All right, let me go to chapter one here. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Like I'll I'll, I'll wait because I I just I'm just this is just what I mean of like it's confusing in like why why they felt the need to say okay. This prologue happened however the hell many years ago. This is their book of Genesis. Fine, whatever. And somebody, it, th- and that particular version of it is taken from a scribe who wrote it during the Fourth Age. Okay, fine. But then the story that we're actually following, the real story, is taking place in the Third Age. That's the way that this reads. And I'm okay. confused. Okay. So what it says, and if you would have kept reading, okay. it would have said, in one age called the Third Age, by some an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind arose in the mountains of mist. So what is a wheel? Uh, a circle. Yes. It turns. The wheel turns. So it is – the spoke is in the past, and it will come again. Do you understand? So time doesn't matter. No, it's, it's it, you get all of this when you read the book about the wheel of time. No, you're right. That's how that's how it works in this. That basically saying that what has happened in the past will come back and happen in the future. It's 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 George Lucas's poetry thingy. It's the exact same thing. It basically not only are people reborn in this world, but people but the same instances will ha- the same things will happen again. Um, and that's kind of the I've, – I've only read a couple of the books though, so please do not take the, any of this for <laughs> for um, uh, scripture. Uh, but that's the idea I've gotten from it so far is that it's a wheel. The wheel turns, and that's why they're just very um, – uh, they're peppering in there a very fancy way of saying that if that makes sense. That's why they say – some will say it's in the past. Some will say it's in the future. That's why it's saying that. Um, but the the events are linear. So like the prologue happened in the past. That's for sure. Yes. And and they are ahead of that. They're in the future from that. Right. Um. And 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 all it's really saying is, and that's kind of the theme of the first one. Uh. And the, actually, like the first three, is the dragon has been reborn, and he or she is here. And they can either destroy the world or save the world. Um, and we've yet to see that. So I think, like I said, I think you just might have, I don't know, misinterpreted I, I, it. But I, I can see why you did. Like, I, I totally get it. I get I get what they're saying. All this has happened before all this will happen again. It's Peter Pan. They, they've ripped off Peter Pan in this sense. And that's fine. Yeah. That's, it's an interesting concept. I like the idea of... Uh, I mean, you know, it's and you know, Peter Pan in its own way, in that sense, ripped off. I believe it's is it is it Hinduism or Buddhism that basically does it's the wheel. It's it's the wheel yes. of samsara. Like it's I I get it. I I understand that concept. I'm just confused. Ashes, ashes dust to dust. Like yep. it's it's right. all recycling. And, and so so I'm just yeah. confused as to why the need was felt 
to say, hey, we took this prologue from a version of the of this universe's book of Genesis, basically, from a mm-hmm. scribe in the fourth age. What right. some let me and you know we'll put aside what you know the whole what some would call because in that one it's it's delineated fourth age, and then we open our story in the previous age to that particular uh, scribe's life. Like I don't I I just I'm confused as to why they felt the need to say like this happened, you know in this it, it, it's I, I just it it bugs me. It's it it just annoys me of like this 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 thing happened this account uh, I'm talking in circles because I'm I, I think this is the thought process I was supposed to have the whole thing of like this thing that happened at the beginning of time is being written about in a time after the time this particular story is occurring and yeah and I mean me. it it goes on <laughs> to say there are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the wheel of time sure but it was a beginning so I I, I get what you're saying. You're, you're confused about what age it was. This is years later. This right. is a long time later. Right. No, oh, no, happened. no. That, like, that yeah. I understand. Like, I get that, like, okay. like I said, like, this is their, that, that prologue is, like, their book of Genesis. In the beginning, there was, there was the source, and there was good and evil, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And flash forward, who the hell knows how long later to here we are. Did you see the opening of the second episode with the white cloaks? I, I vaguely remember it. Really? Yeah, I I could Where they had to cut the woman's hands off and he took her ring I, and it was none of that stuck out to you? I got lost with how bad the effects were during the first episode. Like I couldn't I couldn't look past especially with how much Amazon is bragging about spending on these shows and god help us if Lord of the Rings looks anything like this because this I mean they looked like sci-fi original movie effects. And I was, I couldn't, and I know it's not fair to judge the entire rest of a show based on that one particular kind of point. I fully understand that. I couldn't get past that. I couldn't get past just how, how bad the CG jumped out at me. I, cu- I couldn't do it. I couldn't get away from, this is 2021, mm. you are a, a, an almost trillion dollar company, it seems like, and this is the best vfx you could afford i couldn't it took me out of it and i couldn't i couldn't find a way back in i really couldn't was it the weaving it was it was that and the fire and it was just like that sequence that 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 big scene looked terrible while hell broke loose yes and i i couldn't i could not i could not get over that and i know that's a me thing i I know that's absolutely a me it's not it's not a you thing that's here's the thing i love the show but that was one of my criticisms. Oh, one one thousand yeah. percent. I don't really like the way they do the weaving in it. I wish it was more like the force where they didn't show it. You just assumed it. And you haven't seen the future episodes where they that was the I felt like when 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 she was doing that, that was the worst it's been in all four episodes. And I don't know if it's maybe because it was the pilot. And it was early on and she just kind of went crazy with it. But Moraine, when she did that, it it was, I agree with you. I was like, oh, that looks odd. Um, I don't know how they would have done it without showing it, but I kind of wish they didn't show it. And here's the thing. I don't want people to compare this to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones does not have this amount of magic in it. 
um, right. No, it, very, for the very longest time. Right. So it was. It's easy for Game of Thrones to get away with looking fantasy without actually having the fantasy elements in it until much later on. Right. And way later on where they had the budget and they had the ability and you're right. Amazon has the budget. Um, but I felt like game of Thrones was able to get its feet wet a little bit. If that's not the phrase, uh, but is it? Yeah. They were able to get, they were able to get their feet wet a little bit before they dived headfirst into it. And I wish they didn't dive headfirst into it, the first one. The weaving was a little much, and um, the Trollocs, I thought, were off completely. Yeah. Uh, they look like Trollocs, and I liked the live-action ones that we saw. Right. I like the, the I like the design. I'm a big fan of the design because they're, they're something that's fairly new and interesting. Like, I mean, obviously, you can point to 1,200 different things, but they're, they're blended in their own way, and they're creative as hell. But I just, I feel like... I, I would have liked to have seen this a bit more like it is in the first book where we don't see it because we're yeah, because we're right. with, with we're with Tam imagination. the whole time and, and we you know we show up after the fact and they could well, have done the thing is your imagination is always going to be better than what you see on the screen well not just that but also I feel like they could have they could have had us come into this you know after the fact and oh my god what the hell happened here and have as as the townspeople are talking, as people yeah. are, are as as he's asking, what the hell happened here? And people are saying, right. oh my god, it was like this and like this. Do a quick scene, just a cut of 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 uh, of just how badass oh, the, the I, I agree. is. And I think that because then you cut down on how much CGI you have to use, you can do a lot of implied ideas. You can get away with a lot more that way and you can make it look yeah. better by not having to show as much i agree with you 1000 percent. i think just like in the books i felt like they spent way more time with rand and his father in their cabin and when all hell was breaking loose and how you know you got to see rand's father use the sword and you 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 if i felt like it spent more time on that uh you're you're absolutely right instead of i think they just wanted to show off uh, the Isodides and what like their warders can do. And I, th I think it, they were like, well, this would be a cool moment to show the audience what they can do. And I think you're absolutely right. It would have been way better if they showed it through Rand's perspective, he shows up to the town and she's still left there. So is, you know, so is Lan and everything else is destroyed. Uh, and that way you save yourself from, it's kind of like how I, I hate going back to Game of Thrones, but damn it, they did a really good job where they, where like for example, um, uh, what's his? Oh god, what's oh god, what's the actor's name? What's or what's the character's name? Oh, this is gonna kill me. In the first season, where Jamie, uh, they're they're gonna go to war, and then um, oh, oh, god, they knocked when when Tyrion gets knocked out Tyrion, before the battle yes. even starts. It was so smart to do that. Yeah. You don't show the battle, but you get the idea, and then they come back. Stuff like that would have been perfect. Um, I, I have to say, it gets way better because they don't do that uh, in the next couple of episodes. It's way more character-focused, and that's where I think this show is going to shine. When they when you see more of Matt, when you see more of Rand, when you see more of Perrin. Perrin's one of my favorite in the books. When you see where his character goes and what they do, um, and they've changed a lot of stuff. They have just in the first episode. I saw yeah. like there's a ton that's different, and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. they 
Yeah. I don't know where they, like, if these were things that they drew from later on and just incorporated them in the beginning. So like I said, I haven't, like, I haven't finished half of the first book, let alone anything else in the series. So I, like, I have, yeah. I'm in the dark on that. But, you know, knowing just the little bit I do, I was like, man, they, they switched up a lot. Like, I. Oh, I, yeah. Not naive. Like, there's, there, I, like, I don't want to spoil anything. No, but that's a, but that's different. I have a feeling there's going to be major differences where they're like, like where they're going to change major things in this yeah. uh, because of the way they word some things, the way they, the way they've changed what characters are doing on the screen. Um, but yeah, no, uh, the, it's crazy. The last, especially the last two episodes that I saw, uh, I think three and four, what they do with Matt, what they do with uh, naive, it, it's it's so good it, uh, and I'm sorry, Lan. I really like Lan in this. Um, so I don't know. It sucks. It's a shame you don't like it. I'm definitely gonna keep watching it. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, there you go. And the white cloaks. I think they did the white cloaks so well in this because they're a completely. You have your Trollocs, and the and and the white cloaks are a completely different villain. Uh, it's right. almost like the complete opposite where they're just so clean and th their outfits look like they just were all freshly washed. Um, and that opening scene, like I said, I, I, I guess you missed it, but when they were hunting down the, um, uh, they were hunting down the, uh, the Isodides or God, my brain's melting right now. Um, and like. You, they cut her hands off and he takes the ring and he eats that crazy spiked slug thing. And he's like explaining to her why he's who he is and why he's doing what he's doing. And then uh, I guess she didn't make it that far where they stopped. Uh, they stopped the gang and they were like, they, they were, it, it, you know, interrogating them basically. And the Isodites can't tell a lie. So like they have to, tiptoe around man it's just i can't i can't wait to see where this goes um if they don't stick to the books um i hope they do change some things to keep it fresh uh they seem to be doing that a lot with perrin especially um he didn't have a wife of course in the book right or anything like that they had to age him up i guess i was gonna say because they're um, all older like they're yeah. what is it what are they in the show 20 that's the that's the age in the show right yes Okay. Yeah, because yep. they're what they're because they're fifteen in the books. I they're fifteen in the books. Yeah. So in the books, they're acting very immature. They're, you know, uh, I guess she didn't get to the part in the in the show where Matt uh, takes the the knife or whatnot. But like, they're not. They're much older. That's that's why the you know uh, Rand and um, uh, what's her name? Oh my God, it's melting. What's what are you looking um, look for? Egwene. No. No. Okay. Um, yeah, Egwene. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, they're they're already in a relationship, right? Yeah. So like, it's like it's there. It's the natural place that these characters would be if they were aged up. Right. Um, no. No. So, absolutely. Yeah. That's why it, I'm perfectly fine with parent having a wife and all that that goes down. I, I don't know how I feel about it with what happens, but yeah, uh, right. A bit there. It, it's it's much, but. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm excited to see how this pays out. They've already got three seasons now, uh, so they've been greenlit for three seasons. So yeah, <clears throat> hopefully it just gets better. Uh, but yeah, I, I 
I had the same issues with it you did when it came to the CGI. Yeah, and I just I couldn't I couldn't find anything like I you know I didn't turn it off right then I kept at it and kept at it and just nothing nothing pulled me back in like that just yeah. kicked that kicked me so far out I was like all right something something really has to pull me back in here and I just never found it. Hmm. Well. I don't know. Maybe one day you'll get bored and give it another shot. I, and I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like I, that's why I'm saying like, I know this is a me thing. Like I just, it's just, it just doesn't grab, it just didn't grab my attention. Uh, and you know, that's, that's TV. That's, yeah. it's not every, not everything is everybody's thing. Yep. For sure. For sure. And I, I have not yet watched Hawkeye. I'm going to, I want to, uh, I have not watched it yet. Oh no! What? Oh no! I'm just saying that's crazy. You haven't seen it. Also, I'm on I'm on Amazon's website. They have a really cool interactive, like if you go to the Wheel of Time and you do Explore. Okay. They have a really cool interactive map where it kind of shows you where all the locations are at. Oh, interesting. Okay. And, and it goes into detail. Like I think every fantasy author, obviously, don't don't have Amazon's money. But hire a guy that can make a website and have a little interactive map with like, hey, this is the story in the book. Here are the locations just so you can get an idea. Right. This is well, really and cool. I mean, every fantasy author draws their map or has somebody draw their map. Like every right. at, at some point, either in the first or second book somewhere, there's there's an appendix that has maps in it. I mean, everyone I've done. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But this is cool. It's like a little interactive thing. And let's say it's not like, uh, you know, a television show or a movie. You could have artwork there and have a little explanation of this is where they blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just think this is really cool. Yeah. No, that's a neat. That is a very neat thing. I like that. Yeah. Yep. But who knows? I mean, the Lord of the Rings ones was next year. I think. Should be. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, well, we'll. I'll be, I'll keep watching it. I'll keep you guys up to date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, damn, where were we? Okay. So we saw wheel of time. Um, what else can we talk about? We talked Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. We talked Canto. Uh, I haven't seen house of Gucci yet. I'm going to watch it at some point this week. Um, yeah, I know the family is obviously very not pleased about it much to absolutely nobody's surprise. Right. Um, but, you know, say lovey. Looks good. Yeah. Have you played any Halo? Very little. Um, yeah. And I mean, it plays like Halo. You know, I have no, I have no giant surprises, but also no big criticisms. Like it, it's yeah. it's Halo multiplayer. You you know what you're getting. Yeah. So um, and I and I'm totally fine with that. Like I, it's mm-hmm. it's smooth. It's the smoothest Halo multiplayer they've had. Yes. Um, so very, very excited. Very genuinely much excited. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played a little bit of it. I want to play with some friends. I think that's, like, the best part of Halo. Um, but I am excited for the single player. Yeah. Um, it comes out, what, next week? Eighth. Yeah, the eighth. It's a week yeah, from, was that Wednesday? It's a week from week Wednesday. Week from Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the um, uh, Pokemon um diamond and pearl came out you don't play pokemon games so you probably not going to be playing this not not as not as much as as i I both want to be and should be but no Um, yes but i know yes it's what brilliant diamond and shining pearl right or do i have that backwards 
Burly, yes. You, you got it right. Nice. Uh, hey, look at that. Burly Diamond, Shiny Pearl. Yep. I traded in my Switch for the OLED one. Oh, uh, here we go. Yep. Well, it was a bundle. It arrives, uh, what do you call it, uh, Thursday. So um, I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to play Pokemon on it. Uh, <laughs> but all of the people that I play, all my friends that play Final Fantasy, all got it. And so we're all excited to start it. Nice. And, there you go. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Sword and Shield is the newer versions of Pokemon, and this is like a throwback. This yeah. is a very pretty upgraded version of the way Pokemon used to be played. And so far, they're loving it. They actually think they like it more than the newer ones because uh, it, re- it reminds them of the old school Pokemon games. Well, so. sure, yeah. Like, Nostalgia is yeah. a hell of a drug. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, what else? We talked about Book of Boba Fett. That comes out probably uh, – that comes out like in a month from now. It's, it's end of December, yeah. End of December. Have you seen any of the trailers or the TV spots? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, it's, I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm, I'm yeah. hyped for it. Let's go. Like I, I, uh, I, I, I want to go back to Tatooine. I want to see, you know, I, I do. I want to see what the the entirety of like the the mob on Tatooine looks like. Basically, like I'm, I'm like, let's go. I want to see this. Yep, I think this is gonna be our underground show. Um, I liked uh, in the new TV spot. He's in the Baca tank and talking about him surviving. Yeah. So. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting how they finally put that to bed once and for all. Yep. Yeah. Right. I think we'll do a good job. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm very optimistic. I think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, what else is there? I, not a whole lot else I can think of that that's going on. Like we had, you know, everything kind of slowed down a shade for the holidays and, you know, we've got, we'll have some movies come out over the next couple of weeks. I know, I don't think there's really much of anything comes out this week. Um, but I know West Side Story comes out the 10th, of course, Spider-Man the 17th. And then for Christmas, we've got Sing, The King's Man and The Matrix. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a yeah. real interesting time. Oh, yeah. Um, there was some comic stuff I was going to talk about, but I... Okay. Yeah, this is... I This I know nothing of. I don't... I can't find it. I thought I wrote it down here. <laughs> well, <laughs> never mind. Um, was it DC? Was it Marvel? Was it... What, what was it pertaining to? Was it a new series or... I had here that Dark Horse was going to start making Star Wars again. Um, Star Wars comics. Um, I don't know. It was something Marvel, but I don't have it in front of me. So just ignore me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't seen Hawkeye. Okay. So we got to talk about that next week. There'll be three episodes out. Uh, I don't, how many episodes are there of that? Um, uh, I think it's just going to be six. Six. Okay. All right. Uh, We're almost it's... halfway through. Yeah. I think it's just, I, you know, it's the same as like with, with Loki and the others where it's just six. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. 2022 Dark Horse Comics. Uh, they're doing High Republic to the Rise of the First Order. Uh, yep. New and exciting stories. There it is. Produced in collaboration with Lucasfilm and Disney Worldwide Publishing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, gu- they're gonna... I guarantee you this is to take the strain off of Marvel Comics. 
Like yes. they because they want to keep doing more, but there's only so many people at Marvel that write comics. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm good with exactly. that. Dark Horse has a long and storied history with with Star Wars comics. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm yeah. good with that. Yep. So that's been fun. Um, but yeah, dude, it's got me. Um, uh, we were just talking about Wheel of Time. It's got me going back and reading the books. So that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I'm going through those. Um, I'll probably be doing that over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but. Yeah, man, it's been fun. You're welcome um, to it. I've tried reading Eye of the World for like two months. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. I, I I hats off to hats off to them for creating the world that they did. It's fantastic. It's huge, and it's 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 a it's a work of just world building excellence. It's too much for me. I, oh, it's so good. I, I I know when I'm beat. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings pushed it for me. Like that was about the limit of my. We can do strange stuff in a, in a world and get away with it. Like that was. And see, that is so. That's God. That's like the grandfather of it. I, it I only know, goes crazier from there. Uh, right, and I mean that's that's the thing though is that it's like it's the things that everybody's familiar with. Everybody, it, it's the ideas that everybody knows. So there's there's well, a comfort in it. You don't feel. Like you're lost in tremendously new things, reading mm-hmm. it. Uh, at least not our generation. Um, right. I mean, it, it, and and I think it's why I was okay to get through Aragon because it's very similar in a sense. Like there's not there's not a like yes, it's its own world and it does its own things, but it's also still very much it's very familiar, and that's that helps a lot. This not so much, and that's fine. Like that's that's yeah. that's you know it, that things should be new and different and push boundaries and change things absolutely, mm-hmm. but I just it's it's not for me. And this is pushing boundaries. I saw some people upset that they had some uh, uh, gay and queer folk in the show. Oh, of course. Po- polyamorous, or am I saying that right? Polyamorous, yeah. Polyamorous, like you know, where is that's where you have multiple. Uh, wives or husbands is that correct it's multiple it's, it's like three partners right it's essentially okay. yeah polyamory is just it's just not monogamy basically right gotcha um, so they 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 that's like in like the third or fourth episode i saw people on twitter getting upset about that but oh shock horror uh, and terror twitter's upset about something <laughs> right exactly exactly I, like wh- why are you wh- like i'll never understand people who watch sci-fi or fantasy where that kind of stuff upsets them. Yeah. They, <laughs> like, I, we are like it, it to me, when I think of fantasy and sci-fi, I, that is so progressive. Like that's not, you're not watching the documentary of Abraham Lincoln. You know what I mean? You're watching sci-fi and fantasy. Like you're watching like the people that make sci-fi and fantasy, I feel are very progressive. Uh, and the audience is very progressive. So I don't, under, I don't understand people that, that like I don't was it anger watch or like I <laughs> yeah like the idea of just like people hate watching a show and I'm just like but why like, like yeah. why do you do this I don't understand <laughs> I, I I don't get it and I will never get it and and I'm fine with that like that's yeah that's, I'm glad that I don't understand that mindset um mm-hmm. but just the whole thing and I mean it goes it goes all the way back. You know, it goes back to the original yeah. Star Trek where it was like everybody was completely okay with Captain Kirk making out 
with aliens of whatever the hell color they wanted. But as soon as as he and and, and Uhura kissed, holy hell! Like right. that's oh my god, she is it's, it's she's not an alien, so we can't like she she's not somebody green from somewhere else. This is a black woman, and oh my god, the panic and the terror that ensued. And uh, right. and it's and it's the same. It's it's never changed. Mm-hmm. It has never changed because the same thing still happens. The the fact that either somebody is not a, a straight white man or maybe that character is not as important as as somebody who's a person of color or or LGBTQ or disabled or or anything else. Literally anything that's not straight white dude. Right. I just I I just people make me tired. Like I don't care. I yeah. want I want things with more points of view. I know what the straight white dude story is. I've grown up with it my entire life. Like yeah. that's, you know, it's it's why I love the idea of of Miles becoming a, a more important Spider-Man, particularly in film. Let's have it. Mm-hmm. Let's have more because yeah. I uh, I don't understand. It's why I don't understand people who don't want to experience other cultures. Like if people right. don't realize that like Taco Bell is not Mexican food. Go find real Mexican right. food and have it and realize what you've been missing your entire life because damn, it's good. Like that's, and right. I know it's a, it's, it's, it's one example of like, go, it, it, food's the easiest example because it's everywhere, but find someplace that's authentic, something else food and realize that other cultures have things to offer. So stop shitting on the people. Like let right. other people of different colors and different, literally everything have their stories because it only makes things better. Because otherwise, we'd all be having boiled salted potatoes, and it would suck. Oh, you absolutely. Know, like, <laughs> By the way, speaking of, I discovered this halal place uh, nearby, and it's so fucking good. Nice. It's a problem. It is a problem. I've got to stop going, but oh my god, it's so good. Interesting. That's not something you find every day. I mean, you know, oh. in, in the greater Orlando metropolitan area, I can understand but like I, oh, yeah, yeah. like I'm up by UCF, so there's a lot of oh yeah, oh god, uh, yeah. different things here, yeah. Oh sure, which but is great. But that's what I mean, you know. I, and oh my god, imagine if instead, God, if somebody tried to open up a, a halal place in Statesville, I it the 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 riots would be ridiculous. It would, that's it, wild. It would they make delicious food. I, oh my they, god, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, they don't care around here. It's it's it. I mean, it's I you know, it's all rednecks around here. Like if yeah. if you bring anything, and it's not just that. I, I I will I will walk that back a little bit simply because the, the 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 rednecks would not have opposed a truck stop here for years. There was they it took I don't even remember how many years to get a Love's truck stop built right here off the interstate. It's not near a school. It's not in the middle of a of a, a a neighborhood or a development. It was not near a damn thing. But oh my God! Remember, truck stops are breeding grounds for drugs and prostitution because we're back in the '80s all over again. Oh and so God. you can't have it. And it took forever. And then they built the thing. And ah. you know what happened? Not a damn thing. They hired some people. We have another McDonald's. That's that's it. Right. That's what changed. <laughs> They have cheap yeah. gas. Like that's that's what changed. That's all that changed. Speaking of, um, I saw a trailer for a documentary on HBO that I really want to see. I think it's out December third. Yeah, December thirteenth. It says here it's called Street Gang. Have you seen this? No. What is it? It's a documentary on Sesame Street. Okay. Oh, and it goes. Is it, 
Is it adapted from? There was a book I think called that, that I think was probably was about. It was like the the oral history of Sesame Street or something. I feel like yeah, it's the history of Sesame Street, and it it said something in the trailer that I didn't realize that like at one point in time, um, the state of Mississippi banned Sesame Street because the something about like the school boards got together and uh, a, a school board within the state got together and determined that there were just too many brown people on the show and they didn't quite like the message it was giving There's like literally that's that's how insane it was it was, sure. it was like 1970 yeah they were out of the 60s it was 1970 and they thought sesame street was um uh was subversive yeah. yeah, it was subversive. Uh, yeah, absolutely. God. It's I hate it, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Not too much has changed. Look no. at the last couple of weeks. You see on Twitter, you see senators calling uh, Big Bird a communist. I'm, like, so, I'm sorry, but Ted, changed. Ted Cruz wanting to go after a bird when he's the one that flew the coop earlier this year oh like, yeah i don't i, I, I don't want to hear it i saw like a meme it was a fake tweet the big birds <laughs> say mentioning something about cake <laughs> I just, oh man I, I don't like really you're gonna go after big bird why because he's pro-vaccine newsflash he's been pro-vaccine since the 70s this right. is this is not news Right. It's so dumb. It is so incredibly dumb. I think the biggest problem that anybody and as you know, to to take whatever, you know, they it's usually along the same political ideological lines, but that anybody is going to have with Sesame Street is because they teach literacy and it's illiterate people who are angry at Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Take a take a good long look at yourself if you have a problem with something like if if you really decide you have to come after the count because you don't like math. That's your problem. Like, yeah, I, I'm just, I, I, I continue oh. to be astounded at people. I really do. Speaking of astounded, have you been watching wrestling? Some. Some. Um, okay. I'm assuming mostly AEW. Usually. Yeah. I haven't yes. watched WWE. I did watch survivor series and it was a halfway decent show. Um, Obviously, the roster's a lot less populated now, but... Oh, my God. I just... I hate it for them. I hate it for everybody. I, I I love it and hate it for everybody that got released, because thank God they're out of a shitty company, but it, unfortunately, they're out of a job, and that sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's other places they can go. Um, obviously, you know, losing your job, especially, like... The WB used to be WB. Good Lord. The WWE <laughs> way to date was, yourself there, man. <laughs> right. Exactly. That was, that was the big show. Like when you got there, that was the big league. Yeah, show that was for it. A time. You made it. Yeah. yeah. And now I feel like anyone that I talk to that watches wrestling these days are just like, that's what I put on out of habit. But what I put on, for like excitement is AEW. Yeah, because it's a better, uh, it's a at least for the time being, it's a better product. Yes, it's a hell of a better oh, yeah. product. When you have people like Cornette praising your show like that, I never thought he would be excited for AEW. I I really don't give a damn what Jim Cornette says. I don't oh care. no, I he's I, crazy. He's, he's a character, and he had his time, and his takes are entertaining. But yes. I do not like if if Jim Cornette suddenly stopped talking about anything forever, I I wouldn't like it would have zero impact on anything in my life at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, the stories think, are great. I think it I was will... way too far with a lot of stuff. Yeah. But there's there's so much, I don't know, knowledge with him. Uh, and I think he gets a lot of things right. A lot of the things that he says he's been wanting to, to see differently in AEW, they've done. There's... And they've done so well. And he's that's, that's the thing that drives me crazy, is that there yeah. are things you can point to and say, well, you're not wrong. Um, right. Those yeah. times are very few and far between with Jim because he's insane. Well, no, I, I I feel like I I feel like I'm agreeing with him a lot more now than I used to, and it's because there is a lot of stuff on AEW that I roll my eyes about, where I'm like, this is not entertaining. This reminds me of WWE, and it's usually the same stuff he gets upset about. There's a lot of things that he's just old fashioned with that I think he's completely out of touch with that I don't agree with at all, but. I like what I'm seeing with uh, MJF. What I like what I'm seeing with with CM Punk. His, oh my god, that 20 minute promo was was just choice. Like that nope. was beautiful. This is I feel like with AEW in the last couple of months, we are seeing things that we will be talking about years down the road. I I sure as hell hope so. Yeah, things that we that we used to be able to say about WWE and that we said about WCW, like. You remember when Kevin Nash and Scott Hall invaded. You know, you remember when Sting started doing his new uh, routine with the baseball bat. You remember when Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, came down with the Zamboni or whatever. There are moments that you will always think back. And I think we're seeing that now. Like, And that's what's making AEW so exciting. I don't think I'm going to forget their first – with MJF and CM Punk's first you know, verbal duel – no. With each other because they both as much man, he I, I was afraid CM Punk was gonna bury him with some of the, the Miz stuff, but he came right back at him. That's you know? the thing that's the thing about MJF though. With anybody else, yes, yeah. Punk would have buried them and move on. But that's yeah. what makes MJF MJF. I I here's the thing that I love about MJF. I hate him with an absolute passion and I'm supposed to. This is yep. not somebody who it's cool to hate or something. Yeah, you hate him, but he's going to – I can't stand him. Right. I love whenever I see him get punched in the face, and that's the Absolutely. point. That's yep. the point. He is – and, you know, there's not a – well, but he's probably a good guy. He goes on Twitter and talks all kinds of shit about his parents. Like he yep. – I, <laughs> I, love, I love when they showed up to a show, and he was just like, yeah, and I made them buy their tickets. Like yep. I, that's – you're supposed to want to hate the bad guys. You know? You're not supposed to like. You're not supposed to say, "Oh yeah, they're bad guys," but oh, look at them; they're so cool. You're supposed to look at the bad guys and go, "God, somebody please kick him in the dick." Yeah, like oh, yeah. just, just help us, all of us. And it's why he will absolutely go down as one of the best heels in wrestling history. Oh yeah. Watch, just watch the course of his career, and it's going like it. There's the sky is the absolute limit for MJ. Yeah, he has absolutely everything he needs. And he's also damn good in the ring. He's oh, yeah. very, very good at his job. You know? you know, like there's no, there's no downside there, and it works. It absolutely works. Mm -hmm. And I don't. Did he coin the four pillars thing? Like, there, there's just stuff that's I feel is coming about so naturally. Yeah, he did. The four pillars was something that I think was was in an old MJF promo, or it was in somebody's okay. promo. Um, and he, because I think he talked about himself in that at some point. Um, but n at no point during any of these uh, do I feel like it's just, uh, you know, here, let's get your, to the next thing. Yeah, yeah here's yeah. your script. We got to hit this bullet point, this bullet point, this bullet point. You had your outline. 
I don't yeah. think so. I think there is a vague framework for them to work yes. in. And that's right. it. And then it's just and and I really think the framework is you two guys are you two guys. Go. Yes. Like yep. because those and it's specifically because the punk is a proven commodity. Give yeah. him a microphone and let him go and it's going to be great. And yeah. MJF in his own right has also worked up to that standard of let him go. And don't don't you know be let him be fearless because he will go there is no line he won't cross. Right. At all. And you know what? I don't hate it. No. I don't. I should. And that's the point. Like, I, yeah. I, I despise his character so, so very much. Oh, uh, yeah. But damn, is he good at being a bastard. He's fantastic yeah. at it. And I, it helps that he has the kind of face that you want to punch. Yep. Like, that's a big help. And, and dude, yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I can't, I can't get enough of this. Same with Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, right? Yeah. Like his introduction to that. And now he's a heel and he slipped right into it. So perfectly. Oh, it was seamless. It, it was, was, yeah, effortless. It was mm-hmm. yeah, it was. And it's so well. And I love it. Cause you could tell he's having so much fun with it. Yeah. He's having so much fun being like, am I wrong? I came in here and I did what I said I was going to do. And you know, I'm seeing you, you know, just, I, I, it's so perfect yep. because he's being a heel, but at the same time, like there's a lot of, he's saying that he's not wrong about right. like, he's good. He, he, he has the, he has the kind of, of modern super villain quality of like, you hate me because you know, I'm right. Yeah. And it's, and it, yep. it works. And I, I was thrilled to see hangman pick up the title. Like I yes. was like, it was a, it was a great match and the storytelling, like that's a story that they've been telling since AEW was founded. Right. Was, and, and that's the thing. Like I feel they're bringing in these big names and you know, there's going to be a ton more WWE names that are going to be coming in, sure. but I feel like they haven't pushed anyone out of their spot. They haven't pushed anyone away. Obviously punk at some point is going to have a shot at the championship or whatever. Same with Brian Danielson. It's probably the next pay-per-view or whatever. Yeah, right? Danielson is the next in line. He's number one contender. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're naturally making it like, of course, these are big threats. They're going to come in. But they just, like with WCW or WWE, they would have just handed it to them day one. Yeah. And there would have been no work for it. And there would have been nothing built up. And, you know, WWE, and I think I saw Punk say this before. He was like, he was like, I know what would happen if I came back to the WWE because look at what they did with Edge. I would have came in, I would have won the Royal Rumble, and I would have flirted with the championship. Yeah. And that's what, and it would have been formulaic. And I'm glad they're not doing that with this. They're taking their time. No, because the the draw of Punk and the point, the purpose Mm -hmm. of Punk is to build everybody else and he yeah. knows it and it's it's exciting to him as a performer to get to work with this new talent yes because it's interesting yep. and and people underestimate the power of what because what happened with WCW was everybody got paid a crap load of money and had things put in their contract where they could tell the company what to do Hogan was in every <laughs> every uh, uh, pay-per-view main event that was in his contract. Yeah. And <laughs> like, it's, could you imagine? Yeah. And now in the that other way, so 
It's yeah. because it's a different, it's a whole different school of performance. And look, yeah. hats off to everybody who built WCW for everything they could get. They saw an opportunity to make a shit ton of money and they took it. I don't begrudge yeah. them that in the slightest. Yeah. But with AEW. And a lot of it was exciting too. They had some exciting moments. Yeah, for a week. No, I no, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I have like rose tinted glasses. A but... lot of WCW is seen with rose tinted glasses. I'm not going to deny that it was different and there was good stuff to it, but it didn't last as long as people think it did. Right, right. That's it. To me, was the sting moments, him coming down from the rafters, and you know, I those stuck out to me. Goldberg yeah. as well. But you're right. They didn't. They didn't make new guys. They they had they had so much talent like Rey Mysterio, uh, you know, you name them, Chris Jericho, a ton of people. But they buried them all. Yeah. A, and Where a, I don't get that feeling with AEW. No, AEW is doing the opposite. If if this yeah. was the, I'll give you a WCW example. They would have brought in the outsiders who would have run roughshod over everything, and then as they climbed their way to the top, the Steiner brothers would have been their big opponent and would have gone over the outsiders. Speaking of. That's who I wish was an AEW right now. Man, right, dude. He's a beast. He's the best thing about NXT. He's the only thing I don't watch on NXT at this point. Because anytime he comes into NXT, uh, it's he is he knows exactly what he's doing. He's yeah. on fire every single time. He has so much energy. And he is the future of NXT if they do if they but here's the thing, I have no faith in WWE, especially now. If it was Triple H running uh, NXT, I would have more faith in it. I have zero faith in it right now. Yeah. Um, I would, every, I, and I mean, you know, watch in the next, watch after War Games when Johnny Gargano disappears. I guarantee yeah. you he goes to AEW because his deal is up. His deal is up at War Games. Yeah. So it's, I, you know, it, and he's, he's a natural fit for AEW. Not everybody is. Like, you could get people who would do, who could do well in AEW, but I think Gargano is a fit. You know who I wish was in AEW? You're going to say Braun Strowman. Paul Heyman. I I wish he was in AEW. He would be a hell of an interesting voice. I would... Because he's wild in the WWE, but he would be way more wilder in AEW with a little bit more freedom to say and... Because... Uh, when he's he's the best thing he's one of the best things about wwe right now his performances with roman reigns is always amazing even if it's over the top sometimes but i love it he is soaking everything up oh yeah i would but when like when you listen to his interviews and everything outside the wwe and how he manipulates everything it's like it's his personality and i think it would just shine so well at AEW. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Paul, as a booker and as a mouthpiece, is is par excellence. Like, there's yeah. no... like. I mean, going back to his days in WCW, old WCW, I mean, the Dangerous Alliance was a, a, was a stable that could have hit the stratosphere, but for WCW politics. But, I mean, Paul Paul Heyman, as, as any incarnation of Paul Heyman, is... Mm-hmm. is just fantastic with a microphone. Yeah, he's a shitty businessman, but right, you right. put you Paul Heyman the mind and Paul Heyman the performer mm-hmm. are fabulous. And I would, I, I'll tell you what I would pay to see. I would pay to see a a what what's their version of of War Games? Blood and guts, right? Yeah. Team Heyman versus Team Cornet. 
Oh, that oh, they are the same person. But they 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 are the <laughs> but same. One's from New York. <laughs> they are the same. They are two sides of the same coin. Yes. And I would that to me would be amazing. Like I would oh, love to would see you know, because on I mean on Cornette's side you're gonna have what you're gonna have FTR. You're gonna have you're gonna have the more traditional or sort traditional. of just ass. You're gonna have MJF. You'll have MJ. Oh God, Cornette would love MJF. Oh, absolutely. But you're gonna you'll have them. You could he'll probably have he'd probably have Lance Archer. You know, there's there's a couple of others. And on 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 Team Heyman is obviously Darby Allen. Is CM Punk is is I don't well. He's a Heyman guy. He is, but. Would now, that it, would make an interesting wrinkle. You're right. And th- would that not be? I interesting? see where you're going. <laughs> like I, I think that would be fun. I think that yeah. would be a fun tease to play around Dude, with. I really do. How exciting would be? How exciting would that to be? Team Heyman versus Team Cornette, and you set that up like months ahead. Oh yeah. Oh, just start. Aww. You know, just start building very specific kinds of guys. You know, I mean, they're, they're yeah. the thing is they're already built, but start to have them sort yep. of circle each other. I know FTR and, and MJF have their history and everything, but mm-hmm. there's you can you can incorporate some of these other elements. Yeah. So well, and I mean, Team Team Heyman is obviously going to be guys like Darby Allen. Um, I would love to see one of the people from, uh, well, you know, you could just have, I guess you could just have Jurassic Express to balance out FTR. Um, yeah. Because I really feel like Heyman would look at Luchasaurus and just go, oh, the things I can do with you. Right, like, exactly. I feel like Heyman could have an absolute field day. Mm-hmm. Same with, with Russo, or not Russo, Rusev. I, or, right? Um, uh, Miro. Uh, Miro, yeah, Miro. I, oh, could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine Heyman coming in to be Miro's right? manager? I know Miro doesn't need, quote unquote, need a mouthpiece right. because he cuts a damn good promo. Well, just like Roman doesn't need one, but he's a oh, he fits fantastically yep. with him. But I would that's that's a that's a pair. That's something I'd like to see. Yep. But I, you know, I would. There's like I think that's I think that's money. At some point, yeah. like I think that's, and it can be a one-off. Bring in Corny to do to do this one thing, mm-hmm. and just and let it be, let yes, it be a let shining be a example character. of of Cornette's old school, you know, yep. the back home wrestling philosophy, and let yep. and let Heyman grab the guys who are fresh and innovative and yep. extreme. Yeah, you know, let I mean, can you? I mean, just I'm looking at at, <laughs> at I mean, Team Heyman writes itself it's two tag teams and darby allen it's jurassic express darby allen and john moxley and eddie king no hold on and just to piss off Cornette, orange cassidy i right <laughs> oh my god yes just for mind games yes. to fuck with Cornette. <laughs> it would be oh that's so brilliant dude <laughs> that's i love it but that's you know and i mean on Cornette's side you know ftr mjf i mean god he go acronym him crazy I, you can have Cody on his team. I Cody's th- pretty. Oh, I feel like Cody. I feel like that's the thing of like Cornette would want Cody on his team. Cody would not want to be on his team. Right. And Cody would lose a match and have to be on Cornette's team. Yeah. Like that's I because again there is that kind of an old schoolish mentality school. with it. Mm-hmm. And and I oh man it just it would that would be that would be something like I it think would. that's I think that's an idea. Put Daniel Bryan on his team or Brian, uh, Brian Daniel. I, I don't know if Brian Danielson fits on Cornette's team or not. No, I don't think so. I think he's a little too new school for Corny's okay. face. 
You're right. No, you're I, right. I, you know, not saying Courtney doesn't respect the talent, but I, I, I think you have to build very specific teams. Well, don't they have a history? Like, wasn't he in um, OVW? Like, he, he, or no, he was in Ring of Honor with him. Like, they have a history together. Do they now? Yeah, wasn't he in Ring of Honor? Daniel, I know Danielson was. I'm sure Cornette was at some point. Cornette's been everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they definitely were. I've heard him talk about, yeah, he, he really likes uh, uh, Daniel Bryan. They did. They, he uh it was when they're at ring of honor together okay yeah so they do have a pass you're right he's a he's a little bit more new new school but at the same time i feel like the way he tells a story is so well done i don't know anyone that does it better than him right now oh no god no and could you imagine the the level of of building a match you yeah. put put paul Heyman and jim Cornette in a room and just say each of you guys gets to build a team for for blood and guts, for our yeah. war games, book the match. It would oh like God. the it would. Are you kidding me? It would be amazing. It would yes. be absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Now you got my hopes up because we know that's never going to happen. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows with that show? I well, I mean, didn't Tony Khan come out and say that that's his biggest inspiration in wrestling or something like that. He said something crazy about Cornette the other day where I was like, that can't be right. Well, like, I they... mean, here's the thing. You can't argue that Cornette is brilliant. He's insane That's and he's true. backwards as fuck, but right. he's also brilliant. You know, Paul Heyman wasn't always right. Paul Heyman had a lot of really, really terrible ideas too. I love hearing the scummy things that he did to like get free tickets and like how he like the, he got WCW or whoever yeah yeah WCW to pay for plane tickets and then he would find out a way to return them so he got the cash yeah he would do oh, it over and over. I again. mean, Heyman was a hustler. Like yep. that was his there. What on what used to be the WWE Network? I don't know if it's available on Peacock right now, but the. The W the net the WWE Network had a lot of the like biographical DVDs. Yeah. Um, and they had, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Yeah. And the thing that was crazy was hearing how he broke into the wrestling business was as a photographer. Yes. He oh yeah. Like how he forged a press pass and lied about when he met Vince McMahon, I think senior, and like just and, and like he hustled. His first event was at like Studio Fifty Four as a photographer. Yeah, shooting Ric Flair and a bunch of people. Yeah, like it <laughs> yeah. was. It's and and you know he went up from there. Yeah, and it's like I it's it's a hell of a story. And is it is it moral? Absolutely not. Is it fascinating? Hell yes. Like it's hell yeah, it's it's entertaining as hell. And that's why like I I could listen to him and Cornette. It, no yes. matter how much I can't stand Cornette. I would listen to him tell stories all day long. Absolutely. They're, that's, they're absolutely fascinating. That's my favorite thing about Cornette. Like I said, we, we both agree. He's got some batshit crazy views on stuff. Uh, but listening to his stories and like just hearing the stuff they used to go through and all of the old roads and that they went down. I just, it's so fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and Steve Austin does that sometimes too, but he, he's obviously not as weathered as those, uh, the other two are. No. Cause Steve, like, I mean, yeah, it was a different time, but yeah. Cornette's era was an entirely different time altogether. Like exactly. It's, it's, well, they're, you know. they're, 
Well, th- like I, I recently listened to one of his episodes where, you know, uh, he was defending Seth Rollins. He's like, look, Seth did nothing wrong here. You know, he was walking down the aisle and some psychopath hit him. Yeah, no, but none he, of that was Seth's fault at all. Right, right, right. But he started talking about how, like, when they – he brought up a really good idea. He goes, why doesn't the WWE just have their prize fighters walked to the re- walk to the ring with police officers anymore? You would actually make it look like a real fight. And now that there's people jumping over the barricade, now's the time to do it. Yeah. Now's the time to make people look strong and to look protected and we can't have anyone protecting or and i just thought that was a brilliant idea because you two birds and one stone right you add the security but also like have seth make that part of his character yeah like you could could absolutely add that to the gimmick in a way that is understandable and believable and you know imagine i mean you could have you could have Rollins security t-shirts printed up and sold Mm -hmm. like there's a merch opportunity this is a win all the way around Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, man, yeah, it was it was just fun listening to him talk about like something Coliseum and them running around out the building and some guy getting stabbed by a 70 year old man. And the the chaos that would occur. I I remember that story. I've (laughs) heard that one before. Another one he talked about where uh, one of the old ladies. (laughs) Oh, my God, this is terrible. She was so upset. <laughs> Someone threw her and her wheelchair <laughs> at one of the wrestlers. <laughs> and she, they said the whole family was furious at the Rockers or whoever. And he goes, and there she goes. Flying. And who knows how, you know, I'm sure he's adding a little bit of pepper to it to make it more exciting. But, man, he's just fun stories to listen sure, to. Sure, but that's absolutely some old Freebird shit. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're running out of the building. He talks about, like, they. I forgot who they were running from or why they were running. But they ran out of the building one time, and they ran dead into these uh, to these two guys. And one of them ended up getting their eyeballs popped out. Because <laughs> I guess one of the wrestlers legitimately had to fight for his life because there was a guy there with a knife. And he goes, he ended up sh- shoving his eyeball uh, in, he's shoving his fingers into the guy's eyeball and then throwing that guy at his buddies <laughs> to like stop them. And they were all freaked out that their buddy just got their eyeball poked out. And then, of course, they ran in the other direction because of it. But sure, uh, but, yeah. But I, these are like things they had to do because that's how crazy it was. Yeah, heat was a real thing. Like, yep. that was like, I mean, there were, there are plenty of times where 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 people followed wrestlers out into the parking lot like yep. there are a number of stabbings and even shootings somebody yep. was it was it i think it was harley race the king harley race yeah. way back in the day uh-huh. like i don't know how many times he was stabbed shot at assaulted like i mean they like they came from blood yep oh yeah absolutely and they had to protect themselves from these people who you know maybe had a little bit too much to drink and took it a little bit too far, obviously. Um, where nowadays, unfortunately, like it seems like the people that are jumping the, ba- the 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 walls are just not all up there upstairs. And they're like, I, what was the story with this guy? He thought he he was apparently catfished by somebody pretending to be Seth Rollins. 
pretending to be Seth Rollins, but also it had to do with Bill Goldberg and like a few other people. Aye, aye, aye. I, I don't know. Maybe I what I was reading was wrong. But... I hadn't seen that part of the story. It's entirely possible, but I yeah. haven't seen that part of the story. I but, rem- uh, why does this shit keep happening to Seth Rollins? I, did this happen to him before me? I, there, there are two other instances of somebody not attacking him, but jumping the barricade while he was making an entrance. There was, oh. there was, and look it up. There's one where a dude just hops the barricade and starts walking up like alongside him, like at his like four o'clock. And he, and Seth just kind of looks like the fuck is going on here and keeps walking. Mm. And then security escorts him out. Like guy doesn't do anything. He just, he's hopped the barricade and he's just walking. Like he's part of the entrance. Oh wow. And there's another time where this random ass dude joins the shield in the middle of the ring while they're oh making God. their entrance, and everybody just kind of looks around like, wait, who the hell is this guy? Like, it keeps happening yeah. to Seth Rollins, in particular. Like, oh, poor dude. <laughs> like, I, it's like, no, look at, go to... I, I did, I tried to look it up, and it's all about that recent fan, so I'll have to... Yeah. Just, I'll have to dive into, like, every time... You know, it's probably one of those videos, like, every time a fan jumped into the ring or yeah. something like that. And you'll, yeah, and you'll see, like, I mean, the... Uh, uh, you know, I think, obviously, the most... I think the one of the most famous ones is the Eddie Guerrero Rob Van Dam ladder match on Raw. Yes. Where some dude gets in the ring and knocks down the ladder and like Eddie just beats the hell out of him. <laughs> Same with um Triple H and Stone Cold. Yes. And some guy came in and started attacking uh, uh Stone Cold and Triple H immediately got up and started kicking the guy in the head, same yeah. with the referee. <laughs> yeah, they, they just kept kicking the shit yeah, out of him. They put the boots that dude pretty good. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you don't jump that. You the second you enter that ring, you are as dead as dog feet. <laughs> there know, was just... there was a guy when the when the NWO first formed at Bash at the Beach. There was a guy who tried to slide into the ring, and I think it was Hall. I think it was Scott Hall who oh just gosh. kicks this dude in the head, like yeah. mercilessly. And I mean, fair play. You know, if you're a fan and you decide to jump the barricade, you're, you're on your own, yeah. man. You're you you got yeah. you, you you know you get what's coming to you. Sorry, but that's... there's nothing to fuck with, man. They beat themselves up day in and day out, and they're all like seven feet tall, giant steroid monsters. You, but try that with Brock Lesnar. Like you're uh, going to be dead. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. So I really hope they ramp up the security. Uh, you know, God, God knows you don't want. There was that one dude that was outside of the NXT for years. Got shot by the police because he was threatening to go in. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I yep, think I was because I think I was still. I think I was at full sale while that was going on. Yeah, he's still a threat too. He shows up there every once in a while, and they put another restraining order on him, or they arrest him. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder what I, I wonder why he's stalking NXT now. There's nobody there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, dude. Anyway, I don't know. Wrestling's wrestling. Man, I feel like it's back better than ever right now. When AEW started, I was like, okay, this is exciting. But then I, I dropped off after like a month or two. I was like, okay, well, it didn't hold my attention. But now it really is. They, they had to find their feet, but they got there. They did. They definitely did. And and it's not now, all going to be sunshine and roses. Like they're going to have their ups and downs. Like that's, you know, 
and I, I hate the fanboyism. Like, there's so many people who are just going to act like everything AEW does is gold, and that's just not going to be the case. Oh, yeah, no. There's a lot of stuff they do where I'm like, this is, uh, yeah. is kind of bad. Um, but it's not, it's not, I never feel as bad as I do when I watch WWE. Oh, no, WWE's no. highs are very high, but they're so far and few. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I only get it a couple, like, I, this year, Austin Creed winning, um, or I'm sorry, Xavier Woods, um, uh, Big E winning, like stuff like that were exciting. Yeah, Big E winning was a was a moment and holding yes. it, like still being champ. Like I, oh yeah, you know, I want I want them to do more with him though. I felt like that he won, and then they're just like they keep going, but like he should have beat Roman. Like that would have been a story. That would have been something. I don't I don't think so. I don't think he beats Roman. I'm okay with with Roman staying on top because that's what they're building. No, I'm okay. I'm okay with that because I well, like what they finally done with Roman. The problem with Roman is, I like what they done with him too, and he's a monster right now. But he has gone through the entire locker room and beaten everybody. There's no one left, and I know they're preparing for Brock Lesnar to return, but it's just I don't know. I felt like they could have done a little bit more to make to elevate people because Roman's already at the top, and what are they going to elevate Brock Lesnar? No. Elevate anyone else, <laughs> you know. Um, no, what what you do here, and this this takes some long term booking, and it's something you get you got to look at. Look at how long Roman has held this title. Some people say, well, that's long enough. I don't know if I agree with that, because I see what they're doing, and what let me rephrase. I see what I hope they're doing, which is you bring you bring back Brock, and he goes on a tear and whatever. Let Roman beat him clean. Let Roman beat Brock. And and let it be established like Roman Reigns is the guy, so mm-hmm. that when it finally cut now he, and now here's where they will drop the ball, because somebody inevitably is going to beat Roman, but how do they build whoever that is up to beat him? That's what AEW does so well. That's what they did so well with Hangman when it came to Omega, like they built they built Hangman up for two years, even before Omega was champ. They were building Hangman up so that when mm-hmm. he took the title, it was going to feel like an absolute massive deal. And they did it right. They had Omega beat everybody or tie everybody. And they they built Kenny up to be this unstoppable final boss. And so when Hangman comes along and beats him clean, it is a huge deal. That's what you do with Roman. You put Roman through everybody and yeah sometimes he cheats to win sometimes he because he's a heel he's gonna do that but <laughs> when it comes to brock he beats brock clean and you establish roman reigns as like oh he is the he is now the guy who do you bring in to face him well you build somebody and i who do you build i don't know take your pick there are plenty of choices honestly my pick cesaro I think Cesaro should be the one to finally climb to the top. They already did that. They fed him to him and he beat him. Yeah, but I feel like that's how you tell the story of like lighting a fire under him. Like, you know what? It 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 happened and it wasn't my best effort, etc. etc. blah blah blah. And I and you can tell that story. He comes back and he says, You know what? No, I'm not done. Everybody else has has been beaten by Roman Reigns and rolled over and gone off to done something to do something else. I've never forgotten. And I've never forgiven, and I'm not done with Roman. 
And you, I would love that, but I don't think I think if they would have pulled the trigger on him, they would have done it a while ago. Well, and I mean they're not going to. Like they're not going to yeah. build anybody this way. It's going to be somebody in a program that they throw together over three months, and that's gonna be it. And it's gonna be kind of crap. Even if it's somebody we want. Even if it's something like Rex Steiner. I it's right. <laughs> they would never do that. No, God no. But there I I you know, there's I, I, I stand by it. I, Cesaro is, is my pick to, to dethrone Roman. And it's, I want it to be a build. I want it to be, you know, and, and bring it up. Bring up the fact that, what are you doing? I already beat you. It's like, yeah, but I came back. I am still here. Everybody else has, everybody else took their beating from you and said, okay, fine. You're the man. You're the guy. And, mm-hmm. and I'll go on my way and go do something else. I never forgot I yeah. I don't think that you're the guy because you can't – everybody who's been a challenge to you, you've had to cheat. You've had to find a shortcut. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can beat me. I'm a better professional wrestler than you, and I'm going to prove it. Didn't Xavier Woods technically beat him because he was disqualified? I, I, yeah, well, you know. Yes, but <laughs> – they're not gonna see that's something they can use in the future be like hey i beat you <laughs> yeah and that'll be great for when they need a three minute squash match after right. two superman punches and a spear you know yeah they like xavier woods is not there i i love woods i ad- i adore him as a performer and as a human being he's a fantastic person they're never gonna put the universal title on him here's no what they should have done they should have built up New Day versus the Bloodline for the last pay-per-view and had Big E beat him. Two belts for Big E. That would have been fucking amazing. They would never do that. No, no, because they're not going to combine. They're not going to have an undis- something different. Like Becky got two belts. Like, why not the men? Because there's too much history of the idea of an undisputed title there or the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And they and the problem with it all stems from the fact that WWE has forgotten how to book. Like, that's the problem. But you, but you see what I'm saying? Oh, These I are agree. things that yeah. they would never do and people would be like, are you – let's talk about what happened last night. Because all they've done recently, the let's talk about last night, is an egg. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the – like, like these are, if these are, you know, I don't know, like do something unsuspecting. And if you would have had Big E beat Roman Reigns, that would have been a giant what the fuck just happened moment. Well, and there's and even he, if it wasn't for the belts, if, if it was just for like, no, here's, you've been beating the shit out of us for a couple of weeks. I got one back on you. No, like and biggest. Yeah, yeah, because here's the way, because that's how you set up Roman losing at wrestlemania you plant that seed of doubt biggie beats him at survivor series yes. it's not for the belts it's just bragging rights but it eats at roman it yes. digs away at him you can always see in the back of his mind there's something there something in him snaps on that and it's and it bothers him and so he gets erratic he gets more more abusive he gets more dangerous he he goes back to kind of alienating the usos not just bossing them around or anything, not just making it so that he's the head of the table, but now he's 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 pushing them away. Heyman, you know, it, he's he's so convinced Heyman's going to double cross him to Brock that he pushes Heyman to Brock. And yeah. by hook or by crook, and because the bloodline still has his back, he beats Brock again. So now he's unhinged, but he's also very dangerous. And you build that up through the rumble. 
and you constantly have, and that's how you get somebody like Cesaro to come back to the top because now yeah. Roman is is he, he's wild and he's dangerous. But by WrestleMania, now he's pushed the Usos away. He's yeah. had you know during the Royal Rumble match, whoever he's defending the title against, you know, the, the Usos go to get involved and and one of them screws something up. Maybe hell, maybe even it gets Roman DQ'd or something, and he just loses his shit and beats the hell out of the Usos. Well, now they want nothing else to do with them. I, I would even, I would love after the Rumble, you know, whatever it is between the Rumble and WrestleMania, the side story, put him in a handicap match against the Usos at you know Roadblock or Payback or whatever it is, and show yeah. show Roman as just this absolutely uncaged you know rage monster he has snapped he's not you know he's lost the respect he's been beaten now you know paul Heyman's left him he's convinced his family's turning on him he's crazed and he's just mm -hmm. wild he gets himself dq'd because he won't stop you know choking jimmy out in the corner or whatever and he's completely lost the plot then yep. you that's when you bring in somebody like cesaro who you've been cesaro. building up who is cold-blooded technical who is going to see this and pick that apart. And there's your clash of styles. You have the fully yep. wild Samoan, which is a name they can trace back to, Roman Reigns, against right. the, the current ultimate technician in Cesaro. And that's mm -hmm. a match. That's a, that is a clash of two very different styles that makes for one hell of a WrestleMania main event. Oh, yeah. You know. Dude, I like it. But 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 hey, you know what do I know? I don't run a multi-billion-dollar professional wrestling company into the ground. So right, what do I? Know? Exactly. When do you think they're gonna bring Walter up? I hope never. Yeah. For his own sake, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's I, interesting. You don't want to see people go up to the main roster because that's where they go to die. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate seeing Brock versus Walter. Oh yeah, that's that'd like, be just, great. It, I mean, think about that. That's a match. But I think Brock would hate it. I don't. I think it would suck because it wouldn't be fun for Brock. Right. He he loves working with the small guys, and he will sell like crazy when he and mm -hmm. just look at him and Daniel Bryan at at Survivor Series a few years. Oh, ago. it was great. It they was were having an, a blast. It was an amazing match because yep. you remember. Oh my God, Brock understands psychology. Brock. Yep. People forget Brock Lesnar is fantastic at his job. Yeah, and and not just oh, yeah. the beat people up and look like a badass thing. He will put over whoever his opponent is yeah. when the time calls for it, and he will do it fantastically. Oh yeah, yep. I oh, yeah. I I would have loved to have seen a full on Ricochet versus Brock, like because but yes. they would have had to have built up Ricochet first. But that would have been a fascinating match. Just like they built up Finn Balor at the beginning. They yeah. could build him. They could have built him up. There's so many people they could have built up, and they have just squandered it. Yeah. Just completely – WWE, I don't – they're just – they're on cruise control until they sell this thing, unfortunately. Yeah. But... God, the fucking egg. I didn't – oh, my God. <laughs> What was the deal with that? Why was it the Rock? Oh my God, it was just terrible. And that, that's probably what they're going to do is they're building him up for the Rock. Hey, yeah, they're building but, Roman up for the Rock. I but you know they've got to finish the. I, I, he's not going to be at the next WrestleMania. I don't. He'll know. be at the Hollywood one. I mean, here's how I would book it. I wouldn't have the Rock in the championship match. The next one's going to be in Hollywood. Here's what you do: Rock versus Cena. 
as one of the main events. It, yeah, as Hollywood WWE. As if Hollywood WWE is going to be in Hollywood, then we're going to highlight WWE's contribution to Hollywood. I like it. Exactly. Yep. But what they're going to do is they're just going to have the Rock vs. Roman Reigns because of the family blood ties. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I think Cena and Rock to go at it again. You know, they're both haven't been in the ring for a little it's, bit. It's the both be self conscious, and it's the, the rubber match. You know, it's the rubber match. They've yep. had they they're they're tied one apiece. There's absolutely a story to tell there for sure. Yep. Yeah, I think it would be great. And they would both protect each other. They both would definitely not want to get hurt because oh, yeah. they have movies to make. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be a fucking burning the – what's a barn burner or whatever. Well, and here's – I mean here's the thing. For as, as great of a performer as The Rock is, and there's absolutely no doubt he is one of the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. he's not a dynamic wrestler. There's, no. there's not a tremendous amount of flash and of, – of, it's, it's mostly flash – and yes. style to his matches, which is fine. It's his finisher is fun. one of the goofiest finishers in the industry, it right? Is. Well, the rock bottom's great, but I'm talking about like the people's elbow oh, yeah. going back and forth. It's, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all flash. It's all entertainment. And that's fine. Yeah. Because then he sits, you, there, he sits with his arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Cena who, you know, the, it, it has has embraced the five moves of doom bit and, and yeah. has turned it into a, 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 has turned the joke back on itself. Like, oh. I, there's, so no, it's not. It, it even now, it's not going to be you know one of the most work rate kind of matches. But it doesn't have you... to be. It's entertaining. It's storytelling. One of the most entertaining matches at WrestleMania ever was WrestleMania 19, and it was Hogan and McMahon. And it's an ugly match. It's mm-hmm. not a good wrestling match, but it's spectacle. It's entertainment. It's storytelling done so well. Yep. And that's, you know, I, here's they can do that. Here's what you do with Cena, since we haven't seen him in forever. And he has the five moves. But here's what you do. Have him do some of the people he's gone against moves, like big events. Have him do something with Daniel, one of Daniel Bryan's moves. Have him do one of CM Punk's moves. Like, whittle in some of those uh, championships that he's gotten over the years uh, in the match. Little small things like that, I think, would go such a long way. I would, I, how I would bring John back into this kind of feud is, you know, have him run his mouth about Hollywood and this and that, and how he's, you know, he's the new big guy and everything. And yeah, he talked shit about The Rock, but just like what he did in WWE when he eclipsed mm-hmm. everything The Rock did, now he's on track to do the same thing in Hollywood. There's nobody yes. in Hollywood that can touch him. There's nobody in WWE that can touch him. And let this go unanswered for a few weeks before The Rock shows up. Let Cena get his feet under him first. But I love the idea of having him do, like, work through his his rogues gallery, basically. I, yep. I want John to talk about, you know, everyone he's beaten and everything that he has accomplished. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, there's nothing that can get in his way. And everything that he is, everyone he has beaten... He can do like he, he like he's shown with the rock. He can do everything better. So whoever his first match is against, let him spear somebody. Like Edge would picks up the pin. Somebody whoever his next match is, let him, you know, he gets somebody up, you think, oh, he's going for an AA, and it's a go to sleep. Like yep. can you first off, can you imagine the riot that that would cause? Oh yeah. And here's the thing. He has how many championships? 16? 16. He's tied with Ric Flair? Yeah. 
Do you think they give him one more to push him over? I think that that's here's here's how you get here's that's how you a story. Uh, yeah, but here's that's the thing. There's there's the way in because I think I think that you get you get Rock Roman at Mania, and and that's fine. But then yeah. you build maybe at the next Mania to to Cena Rock. Because yeah. Cena is Cena can do so much better than The Rock. He's beaten Roman Reigns before. Remember back on Monday yep. Night Raw with Kurt Angle standing in the corner when John Cena got on a microphone and cut Roman Reigns down to size like nobody ever had. Like there's yep. like draw back on that. Go back to that. You bring out Roman Reigns. They have themselves a nice little bruja, and there's there's your championship picture. And when it looks like Roman is about to lose. Out comes the family. Out come, yep. the Us- out come the Usos. Cena disposes of them. Roman hits one giant spear. One, two, it's not enough. He decks the ref. He's pissed off. He's freaking out. S- he goes to clock Cena with the title or something. Cena hits a giant AA. There's nobody around. Cena gets up, turns around, rock bottom. Roman retains. Go. And then you set up Cena Rock 3. You know, Rock did it. Partially because Roman is family. And yes, mm-hmm. Roman's an asshole. And he and Rock would have no problem getting on the mic and saying that. But you don't run down family and you don't disrespect me. The best work that... And, and I would love to just see The Rock say... Just get on and just be like, I, I have done my best work where you can see this giant smiling billion dollar face. You did your best work with a toilet seat on your head. Like oh wow! The, the writes itself. Let them go at it. Yeah. Let them go at it. They are two of the best ever. Let yeah. them just go. Don't give. Don't give the Rock bullet points that he has to write down on his wrist. Let him just go because yeah. they can, and it would be amazing. Oh yeah. Oh man, I know we got to go. Uh, we got to get out of here. Um, but oh, wait, there was something else. Oh, we didn't even talk about. Vin Diesel's message to The Rock about family and money. I can't. I can't can't with Vin. I can't even. I hope it works, man. I hope it works. I would love to see The Rock in the next Fast and Furious movie. Well, I mean, there's only going to be two more, so I mean, there's you know. Yeah. Oh wait, I thought the oh the next oh that's right. There's it's two parts. Uh huh. Yeah, ten is ten is two parts. Fast ten year seatbelt. Like yes, I hate I hate the joke. I hate the joke. I hate it so much, but I also know that they would do something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they come to some sort of agreement because the world, I think would love to see the rock um, in the swan song of fast and furious. Uh. He was part of what made it great. He was when it, when it needed to come back, when it, when it had to be revived, like fast Mm -hmm. five is the, is, is made so much better for, because of the rock. Absolutely. And every subsequent, like his, uh, on, it, it, genuinely, his impact on that franchise cannot be understated. They can't. Absolutely. Yep. I hope they come to the table and they talk and they uh, figure it out and you know they work it out. Yeah. Um, and you know who's Vin Diesel's brother, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh man. Oh, I can't wait to see them two on it, screen. It works. It ties itself together. These are. How do you not do this? How do you not do this if you're WWE? How do you hate making money? Yep. And John Cena just seems like a constant professional. So yeah, it would, would it, absolutely like he'll, yeah. he'll talk all the trash. He'll make all the D's nuts jokes that he can. And right. at the end of the day, he'll do the job. 
You yep. Know? Like that's that's how you know. Yeah. That's 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 how it goes. But. Oh yeah, man. Well, good talk, man. Um, we uh, we'll try to be back next week. Hopefully, our um, uh, schedules will uh, link up. Um, if not, we'll definitely be back at least probably two weeks from now. Uh, but make sure you uh, check us out on Facebook, We Geek Podcast. Email us, WeGeekPodcast at gmail.com. Twitter at WeGeekPodcast. We are on uh, Apple, Android, YouTube, Spotify, you name it. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be playing a ton of video games over the next couple of weeks. So I'll be back to talk about that more wheel of time. We'll talk about Hawkeye. We'll have a couple episodes under our, our belts by then. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll see you guys soon. Captain. Captain. <laughs>